Isn't it rich? Are we up here? Be here at last er- Erica, on the ground. Erica, stop, please. And you in the air. Erica, I'm going to have that song burned in my brain. Please stop. Send in the clap. Stop. Please stop. Did you say send in the clap? Send in <laughs> the clowns. Oh, please stop. Stop. A little night. Music! <laughs> send in the clap. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures podcast where we are on a journey to watch every movie released by New World Pictures. I'm Ryan. With me as always is Mark. The night will smile as we discuss this curious film. <laughs> and Erica. Send in the clouds. <laughs> and joining us for this episode, you have seen her on Wild and Out, Comedy Central's Another Period. You've heard her as the co-host of Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole podcast, and she's going to be on Roku's Butch Pal for the Straight Gal. Lauren Flans, everybody! Oh, hello. Hello, Lauren. (laughs) So good to have you here. I just want to, can I say something really quick? Because you guys, before we started rolling, I got given shit for picking this movie. But then you just said in your intro that you were watching, the whole point of the podcast is to watch all the movies (laughs) made by this company. So explain to me how I did anything wrong if you were going to have to watch it anyway. You know, when when we don't have a guest, we all alternate picking a movie. And we all then give each other shit for picking the movies, but you're okay, right. Okay. It's just uh, it's just part of <laughs> it this was journey that we're on. Okay, because yeah, I was feeling right. guilty, but then I no, heard you say no. that, and I was like, this had to happen. Yeah, it was going to happen. <laughs> okay, it was cool. going to happen one way or another, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, good, good, but it good, doesn't good, mean good. we can't be mad about it. That's the thing. No, and you're right to be mad about it. <laughs> um, speaking of tonight's movie... We are so happy that Lauren has chosen uh, a musical for mm-hmm. this episode. Of course, we're talking about 1977's A Little Night Music. <laughs> I love that the trailer just starts with applause. <laughs> yeah. So random. Ich habe es nicht richtig verstanden. Du sagtest, ich solle auf das Lächeln der Nacht aufpassen. Ich fürchte, das wirst du schon sehr bald verstehen, mein Kleines. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Der Duft des Jasmins wird auf einmal viel getört. Die Frösche freuen sich zwar, und alle Sterne des Orions werden dir zuzwinken. Kind, du sollst deinen Busen nicht immer gegen den Stuck quetschen. Dann wächst er doch nicht mehr. Und was machst du später ohne Did Busen? Did you watch this movie in German? <lacht> I wish we had. Dann sehe ich vor mir die Frau, die ich eine lange Zeit geliebt habe. Uh, yes, uh, this is a movie that's so hard to find. I couldn't find a trailer that was entirely in English. Oh, it's a and trailer! It's a I was trailer. Like, what the fuck? Can I swear on this podcast? Oh, I, yeah. Love yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I love the idea that Lauren's like, oh my god, are we now just going to listen to it and talk You're about really it? Really that, I'm out! I don't, yeah. I didn't German understand what language. this was. God bless the German language, but as a Jew, nothing is scarier than all of a sudden unexpectedly hearing a lot of German. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yes, I made I, a mistake. I could not find a trailer in English, and wow. I just yeah. was like, this is all I could find. It's hard to find a, a Little Night Music, at least the film version that uh, is on, online. So it's hard to sad. find this movie. That's sad. Yeah, it is. We're talking about 1977's A Little Night Music. Sponsored by Schnapps? Yeah. Schnapps? Yeah. Schnapps. How do we pronounce schnapps. this? Schnapps. We say, okay. I say Schnapps, but I think schnapps. maybe British okay. people say, I don't know. What is she saying? I don't think in everybody movie? in this How movie is How does she pronounce British. it in the movie? No, schnapps. they're not. She says Schnapps. She says Schnapps. She says schnapps. Says schnapps. See, she's trying to do a British accent. We can uh, do, yeah. That's not good. We can That's discuss her attempt at what I assume is meant to be. I mean, I don't know accent. what she's doing. We have yeah. to talk about it because as somebody who is really good at accents, it's, <laughs> it was a little distracting for me personally. So. Oh, no. I like that she tried to do uh, English accent and then Len Carew was like, not me though. He's not yeah. doing, yeah, no, she's like, doing nope. some, I mean, she's making a choice. That's not her real voice, is no. it? No. Yeah, so she's making a choice. She's taking a big swing. Yeah. Some of them are British. Len Carew is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to be British. Some of them are naturally British. Maybe all of them. Except she the, feels fancy as soon as she sprays herself with that that diamonds White perfume. Diamonds. You know? White diamonds. White, White diamonds. diamonds. And she just smells so fancy. Mm -hmm. She's like, I, she already has an affectation. Her accent is like a mix between British English and like 1920s radio announcing. <laughs> yeah, she's doing kind of a yes. mid-Atlantic yes. or transatlantic, whatever yes. you call it, like 1920. Yeah. It's very weird. Do we need to say that we're talking about Elizabeth Taylor, or do people just know that? I'm going to introduce her this now, but they're going to know they're gonna okay, know right. <laughs> yeah this of course is uh directed by uh, by harold prince he's the renowned theater director who directed the initial broadway run of a little nine music in 1973 when it won the tony for best musical as for uh. directing films it's this and a 1970 Angela Lansbury movie, Something for Everyone, and that is it. After directing this yeah. movie, he said, back to Broadway for that <laughs> movies. Cool. It is, yeah. I will say yeah. this, it is, I felt very poorly directed. Like, it feels like really oh. claustrophobic and like uncomfortable. Yes. He oh. sucks it. He's such a good theater director. Yeah. You'd think yeah. that would translate over at least a little bit, but like, and no, it doesn't. it's awful. And it doesn't. It's it really bad. He, the script is is also still by Hugh Wheeler, who had to, he wrote the script for the original uh, stage production, and of course, which was based on Ingmar Bergman's film, Smiles of a Summer Night. Mm -hmm. And for this film adaptation, they needed to change the setting from Sweden to Austria, where this was filmed, the movie was filmed. And so Wheeler had to make a ton of changes 
essentially just changing the name Henrik to Eric. It was a very difficult Which adaptation process. I was process. really upset about. As a diehard Sondheim fan, I'm going to tell you that bothered me a lot more than it should have. <laughs> but that was literally just, a, I mean, I don't know for sure. I haven't gone through the no, whole script. I but I mean, the sh- I, there's almost no, there's not big, huge I differences. I know the musical so I I cannot tell you how well I know the musical. And yeah, the script is like, um, I know it's a little embarrassing. So there's some like new like scenes, like little yes. bits. Oh, but okay, everything okay. that's a scene from the musical is like word for word. Because yeah. I was saying the lines along with it. Because I know like that. <laughs> this is not a brag. This is very nerdy. No, no. Hey, we all have, in fact, on this podcast, we, we will often talk about the movies we have a very huge soft spot for, and they're often embarrassing. Yeah. So this is a safe space. And I will say okay. it was fun. <clears throat> I will say it was fun. It was okay. I don't know. Was None of us know. Live in what the happened? studio? Did you eat some cheese? Oh, what it happened? Fun. It was fun. She, has, she always has her pre-show brie. So I'm in the is... musical, guys. So I was doing a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I totally changed the Transatlantic accent. Love it. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I'm glad you said that, because I was going to say it was fun to watch something, because a lot of these movies Mark and Ryan have seen, and yeah. so Ryan okay. was completely unfamiliar with this. Unfamiliar. So it was so fun unfamiliar. to know it because Do I know the you mu- know I had it never, at all? I know the you know musical, the but I had okay. never seen the movie. Yeah. No, I, I don't think I'd ever movie, seen the whole You had movie. seen the movie before. I've seen the movie, but it's been but you, yeah, such but a, long been a long time, time. that yeah. I forgot how wonderfully odd it is. <laughs> yeah, it's But I'm it's very familiar weird. with the music. And so I was like, <laughs> speaking What is he going to think of this song? Like I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah. Speaking of the music, of course, the biggest draw here is the music and lyrics by Stephen Sondheim who passed away in November of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um he's a big draw. Speaking of a draw, Elizabeth Taylor is Desiree, <sighs> chosen obviously for her singing prowess and not her star status. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, I know that I'm like so biased because this is for reals one of my all-time favorite musicals. Like I'm I'm a Sondheim okay. fan who sure. is like I'm Sunday in the Park of George and a little night music, whereas most people are like West Side Story into the woods, and I have to be mm-hmm. like cool and quirky and different. But this Still is Sondheim. like <laughs> No, I but that but that's what no, I'm oh, saying. That's, like that's I where, like, I like the offbeat except like mm-hmm. I sort of like when people are like my favorites into the woods, I'm kinda like, yeah, one bit. Like I get a little judgy about it because it's so mainstream sure. so like a little night music is like in my top three for sure mm, yeah. so i'm mm. really biased i'm really biased that being said i think that if elizabeth taylor wasn't in this bless her heart may she rest but i think that if she weren't in this movie and a different person were playing the part it would not be that bad like this <laughs> I, movie is yeah. better then I like remembered it back when I saw it and I was like, okay, this isn't like the train wreck I was braced for. It's just Elizabeth Taylor is so unbearably bad in it. And I feel she... mean saying that, yeah. but no, wow. no, no, she's terrible no. in it. But if oh you, my God, but I feel like if I close my eyes and picture a babe that literally any husband would be like, sorry, like I'm cheating on you. It would be Elizabeth Taylor. Like at that time period, like, like dudes were leaving. 
at that time period, Mark. But in this, wait, wait, are you talking about the time period that the, the musical is set? <laughs> no, the, 70s. the 1970s. The 1970s, because mm. Diana Rigg is putting Elizabeth Diana Taylor Rigg on is yeah. blast. Gorgeous. Well, I looked <laughs> up everybody. There's two camps. There's a Diana camp and Elizabeth camp. I'm the Diana camp. All right. I'm the Diana camp. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. My father, like my father, is like obsessed with Diana. She's like his like horny fantasy woman, which like I don't like knowing, but like my mom has like ribbed him about it so many times, and I'm like, all right, I guess now this is something I have to carry with me. Um, So I take after my dad in that I think she is a hottie, hottie, and she's great in the movie. But like Elizabeth Taylor, I looked up everybody's ages because I was like, what's happening right now? And she's, I mean, again, not to be a bitch, she's 45 in the movie, and I'm like, that's a hard 45. Like she just doesn't look. Yeah, she's she's been living. Yeah, she's been living. Yeah, it's just not. They did her a disservice by putting her in this film. Like it's not her fault. They shouldn't have cast her. She shouldn't have said yes. It's rough. It's (laughs) rough all around. There's a lot of people to point blame at. There's agents involved. There's yeah. There's a lot of people. Speaking of Elizabeth Taylor, (laughs) that's good. She needs it here. Uh, Speaking of her, uh, at this point in time, in the in the mid seventies, when this was shot in nineteen seventy six, her her major star status is starting to slow down a little. She is now taking time to support her sixth husband, John (gasps) Warner, who is planning to run for the Senate in Virginia, in the state of Virginia, in nineteen seventy eight. So. Talk about hard living. She's on number six here. By 45, she had, mm. she was on her mm. sixth. Holy shit. Is it weird that I feel like that's kind of neat? <laughs> I just kind of feel like, my exhausted. God. The calendaring yeah. on that. Just, yeah. Whew. Yeah. Actually, um, I mean, for the character she's playing, she's right She's right aligned. She's yeah. got it. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, yeah. She kind of yeah. And yet she doesn't seem to pull it off. Here's another nope. thing, though. <laughs> Here's another thing about it. She apparently um, injured her leg prior to shooting. So oh, no. dancing or almost any movement was difficult for her. And in fact, she couldn't walk until the second week of the three week rehearsal process. I'm sorry, real quick. Three weeks of rehearsal oh, for no. this, by the way. Yeah, Broadway style. It shows. Whoa, yeah. Broadway style, right? Mark, question. I, I, look, I'm not a, I'm not a, an actor, an entertainer, or I'm not a singer, or anything. Uh, uh, does a <laughs> hurt you a leg? I'm sorry, you like <laughs> not you're a dancer. dancer. Not, no, no. You're a dancer, but Damn. does a hurt <laughs> leg dancer. prevent you from learning how to sing? <laughs> Oh, oh no. poor Liz. Oh wow. Wow. I'll take that as a I'll take that as a as a shots no. fired. Shots okay. fired. All right. I just okay. Okay. Totally, I I'm get it. Now. You're got in it. the other got camp. God. Speaking of, by the way, sec three weeks of rehearsal and then she stubbed her toe apparently afterwards Aww. and she cracked a bone. <gasps> so her mobility was even more limited. Aww. So you can see there's a lot of scenes where she's like Standing at some point, That's and then a great she sits. Point. She barely moves. She was hurt, you jerks. <laughs> she should have been carried around like her mom, <laughs> right? Right. Oh, that's so ironic. Uh huh. All right, Charlotte. Uh, by the way, Diana Rigg as Charlotte, and um, yeah, Rigg was recently appeared in Theater of Blood with Vincent Price, and it's a little bit earlier than that. She was, of course, in Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yep. Um, and oh, sure, sure, sure. 
We also have Leslie Ann Down here as Anne, who mm-hmm. had gained nor- notoriety for appearing in the TV series Upstairs Downstairs, mm-hmm. and had recently appeared in 1976's The Panther, Pink Panther Strikes Again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she would have still working today, and in fact, she is in yeah, a life, her up. Uh, tw- 2016 Lifetime movie called I Am <gasps> Watching You, which Aww. if you bother to watch, you will see... Little old me as what? a police Are officer. Are you fucking me right now? <laughs> Time no, out. No. Are we one degree away from Leslie <laughs> and Down? Yes. In fact, <laughs> did her, you work with her? I no. Her scene is completely separate from me. My okay. scene was only with the the lead of that movie. But her husband is a director of photography, and he was the director of photography on that film as well. So holy that is shit, how dude. she ended up doing the scene. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, I, so, she's a hottie. So I we're lo- one I degree away her. on IMDb, <laughs> but so many, wow. so many other degrees away in real life. But that means I'm two degrees away from Liz. <laughs> yes! You are yes! in that camp. Wow. Oh. And you guys are two degrees away from Diana. Amazing. Oh. Wow. Speaking what of what... reveal. What a reveal! What a reveal! Shit, send what the clowns. We're done. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Good night. They're already <laughs> send here. them in to comically clean up mm. this mess. Wow. Um. So here's where you can watch this, and where you can watch this is nowhere. Uh, this film is sadly out of print. Oh, already? It's nowhere to be found, like online. Yeah. And in fact, we had a very difficult pro- process of getting Lauren the DVD. Oh, you mean this, this film? I got you. I thought we were talking about the Lifetime film. I am watching you. I was like, you can't watch the Lifetime film. Okay. The Lifetime film is somewhat <laughs> tricky to get a hold of as well. But not as tricky as a little night music. A little night music is a little bit harder. There's a DVD of it. You can track it down. You can find it Amazon, eBay. You can find it that way. But that's basically the only way to see this. I've searched for a while trying to find it before wow. I just said, okay, we all have to buy this DVD. And that's basically it. I didn't mm-hmm. get to watch it until today. And <gasps> I had to, I was, yeah, I, sorry about that. Uh, I was driving <laughs> How back. How dare you? I was driving. I thought, okay, I'm going to get a jump start and I'll stream a little bit of it because I was driving Mm-mm. from Fargo, North Dakota. I thought, I got some as time in do. the car. As you, as you do. As you do. As the as cool kids do. do. Yeah. And <laughs> you can't stream You're this at all. You're probably one of many people streaming it on the road from Fargo. <laughs> like, just think about it. You're pulling so up next people. to other drivers and you guys are like, what scene are you on? You guys are mouthing out the window. Love takes time. Desiree's so hot, bro. <laughs> like drag racing. I'm sorry. They were Fargo. They were like, love takes time, eh? Love takes time. <laughs> Throw this movie in the wood chipper. Um, yeah. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of what this movie, let's go around and talk about what this movie is about before we go any further. Mark, let's start with you. What is A Little Night Music about? Uh, it's about horny adults who speak in sexually charged innuendo and perpetually sing, like constantly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very That's it. That's it. That's it. That's hilarious because they cut more than half the songs from the musical for this movie. They did cut at least three songs. So you would not have enjoyed. If you think this is perpetual singing, you would have been (laughs) upset. Lauren. Let's go to you, our, 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 our one of our two musical experts here. What mm-hmm, is this mm-hmm, movie about? I would have to say, Ryan, it is about the concept of what love means at different points in our lifetimes 
Um, and just kind of the folly of human beings in trying <laughs> to connect and uh, they're in Austria. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the musical, which takes place in Sweden. Correct. Yes. And right. it's a shitty yeah. change because talk about perpetual. There's a song in it called Perpetual Anticipation. And oh. there's, yeah, I know. Writing this know down. Got to write this down. We're like on the ball. And a big is part. Is it said like that? Is it said? Is that how we say it? Like, it, it is sung beautifully. Um, but a big part of the whole second act of the musical is when they're at the estate. And they keep singing about how because they're in Sweden, the sun never sets. And it kind of makes everybody like a little cray cray because it's like perpetual sunlight or not sunlight, but like dusk or whatever. Mm -hmm. So for this movie to be in Austria and half of it is in the dark, I was like, bitch, did you even look at the source material? Like mm -hmm. it's relevant that all these people are like, like, ooh, like horny adults because it's the idea yeah. of like, the, you remember in Amsterdam when it would be like fucking bright all the time? It's like, you get a little mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. like there's no rules. So I thought that, <laughs> I, or I did. So yeah, I thought no, that I, the move <laughs> to Austria, a normal country that has nighttime was dumb and wrong. The end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Erica, what is this movie about? So I'll, I, I'll say two. All right, young er younger Erica. Okay, sure. I was never truly young. I was born an mm. old woman. So, <laughs> younger Erica. You came I, out knitting. Yeah. When I first when I first saw this many many years ago, okay. twenty ish years ago. Whoa. I feel like I thought like, oh, this is like what adult relationships are like. Mm. Mm. That would you color know? you incorrectly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. Watching it now, I some some are. Some. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Some yeah. are this body and fun. But now, <laughs> watching it now, I feel like it's about, yes, these relationships and infidelity and horny adults. But also, I don't you also feel like it's Sondheim getting away with some like really dark source material mm. under the shroud of this like silly period comedy yeah so watching it as an older woman i was like i'm god so i feel glad like i get that. it now i feel like i get it now where oh I was, my god watching it younger i was like this show's gross it's like adults just cheating on each other and i was really kind of turned off by it but watching it now i'm like no he pulled a fast one on all of us i totally agree yeah right like this musical shows everywhere so many theaters open the season with this mm. and that's an audience filled with blue hairs going like, Oh, it's beautiful. Look at the costumes. It's lovely. But it's like, if you listen to the lyrics of this, it is raunchy. Mm -hmm. Like it's dirty. It's dark. He totally pulled the wool over everyone. He did it. He pulled a fast one. You know what? This is Sondheim. He's metal. This is Sondheim uh, proving I, that he's fully full blown Can metal. I say, and this is such a tangent because they cut this song from the movie, but Erica, I'm so glad you said that because so I was obsessed with this and we had the, on VHS, we had the Lincoln Center version, <laughs> which I'm going to tell everyone VHS. at the end. I don't, I don't want to brag, but we taped it when it aired on PBS. Yes, um, and I'm going to tell everyone how to find it on YouTube at the end of this because everyone should watch the good version of it. And that's okay. an amazing okay, revival. Yes. But I yes. used to watch it all the time as a kid. And then when Sondheim passed away, I rewatched it for the first time 
like it's burned in my brain, but I rewatched it for the first time as an adult. And during the Miller song, which again is a genius song that was cut from this movie, I was like sobbing because I was like, oh my God, I haven't lived. And now it's too late. <laughs> like, it was so yes. emotional. Right? And it's just, so everything you're saying, because that yeah. character seemed old, like not old, yeah. but older and a grown up when yeah. I watched it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And now watching it being like, I'm so much older than this character is meant to be. I was like, literally crying for my lost youth and the fact that I hadn't taken it. So I, your point is dead on dead on. He, I feel like it was just this low key joke that he's still playing from the grave. Mm. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. He's still playing it. That is way more than I thought because I just thought this was, (laughs) this was, I just thought this movie was that being rich and horny isn't as easy as you think. That's what I thought this movie was about. That's that's also a true scenario. It is, is in fact, very difficult to be rich and horny. They all have a tough time with it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's read quickly the Letterboxd synopsis. We are on Letterboxd, so you can find us there. Lauren, are you on Letterboxd? No. How do I get on it? You get on it. Is that where I have to review movies? You don't have to. It's just you log your movies and you can review them if you like. You know, oh, and then okay. you can finally get your voice heard for the That's movies true. you love and I the could... movies you hate. Okay. I'll go on just to review this and then disappear just so people can wonder, <laughs> yes. like, why did this lady... One and done. Just one and done. Right. Why did she give this five stars? This is crazy. Finally a five because star. she couldn't give it ten. <laughs> <laughs> Due to their parameters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Frederick... Eggerman is very mm-hmm. happy in his marriage to 17-year-old virgin Anne. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's yeah. not happy. No, yeah. he is not happy. Right off the bat, they're incorrect. Often these synopses are incorrect, Lauren, so just mm-hmm. to let you know. Yeah. Only she's been a virgin for the whole 11 months of the marriage. Granted, she's been a virgin really her whole life, but I guess also including. No, only yeah. for those 11 months. <laughs> <Yeah>. Prior <laughs> to that wedding. Once you get marriage, over six months, you're, you're back yeah, to virgin you, you status. go back. You reset. Yeah. You reset. <laughs> uh, and being a bit restless, Frederick goes to see an old flame, the famous actress Desiree Armfeld. I mean, Tracking. he sees her in a play. I mean, he doesn't exactly go see her, but okay, fine. Just see her after. I'm going to allow that yeah. one. I'm going to yeah. allow it. Yeah. We'll allow it. Desiree is getting tired of her life and is thinking of settling down and sets her sights on Frederick. Mm, I don't. That seems misleading. That yeah, seems that's, misleading. A, that's a touch misleading. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she eventually does say, yeah, I'd like to kind of be with Frederick and maybe I could give up some of this acting. But also I feel like that's because her career is also on a decline. It's not like her career She's is like doing great, him. you know? She's in love with him. <laughs> I love it. And I, I feel love like, it. They're downplaying mm-hmm. it, and I resent mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, she's got Fred Rica to think about. So that's, that's right. important. Mm, spoiler, yeah. yeah. She sets her sights on Frederick despite his marriage and her own married lover, Count Carl Magnus. Mm-hmm. She gets her mother to invite the Eggermans to her country estate for the weekend. But mm-hmm. when Carl Magnus and his wife Charlotte appear, too, mm-hmm. things begin to get farcical. And the knight must smile for the third time before all the lovers are united. Which, that is a little nod to a line that is so early on in the film that you're like, they, oh, right! Oh, because yes! Because they cut the whole, like, end of the play, which is, like, the culminate. It's the, I was so pissed. I, I literally rewound it to be like, did I miss something? Because, like, they cut yes. the whole... 
the grandmother has like a really pippy yeah. and i was like what the fuck so i was yeah, yeah they they screwed that one up they took granny's song that opening scene i had this moment where i thought oh shit this is like the virginia <laughs> madsen opening to dune and i should really be paying attention to this <laughs> But then I didn't. They pay it off in the musical. They okay. really they drop kept, they it keep in the alluding movie. back to it. And I'm like, yeah. wait, oh yeah, the night thing. What was that again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, before so, we jump into the opening scene, would it surprise anyone that this is a musical comedy? Because it, it doesn't surprise me now. Because watching this movie, I yeah, was like, is this a comedy? Because the, that's a solid point. The musical is much funnier. Well, the in fact, here's, doesn't really help it out here. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, here's just a few choice quotes from a New York <laughs> Times <laughs> review of the 1973 Broadway production. Okay. A Little Night Music, which opened at the Schubert Theater last night, is heady civilized, sophisticated, and enchanting. Hugh Wheeler's book is uncommonly urbane and funny, and the very real sophistication has considerable surface depth. That's not this movie. (laughs) No, no, That's not this movie. How did did that get messed up? We're going to get into it. Um, by the way, I had I had to outsource some notes to a friend of the show, Dunbar Dix. He uh, he's been on our episode. Yes, he he also came out to Amsterdam, and and he was on our Too Hot to Handle episode, mm-hmm. and he sent me some notes. So just as we get into this opening scene, he mentioned that the entire score is some form of waltz, as we sort of mm-hmm. mentioned already. Mm-hmm. So every single song so is clever. in is in sometimes mm-hmm. signature that denote a waltz as either three four or six eight time. Or another score time signature that would be like a waltz. And that is definitely, as Mark was saying, our opening number. Which, did they start this inside a theater to remind us that this was once a beloved production that they were about to ruin? Oh, through the heart. Yeah, the whole framing (laughs) of the movie. This movie is very 70s and to me it feels like a fever dream. It feels like an acid trip. It's like, don't, the the whole theater aspect of it was like. I agree. I hate that it started in a theater. And I was like, oh shit. And I was like, am I remembering this wrong? Like, does it stay in the theater the whole time? And I was like, oh no. Yeah, I worried about that too. Mm -hmm. It's just not a good... Yeah. No. It was that just Bad for call. people that missed it on stage and were like, look, I'm kind of seeing it on stage <laughs> yeah. in a way. It was a choice. If you had told me this movie was made in 1957, I would have been like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like, yeah, it just had that feel. It yeah. does feel ancient. It does yeah. feel mm-hmm. ancient. Yeah. This opening was was a little confounding for me because I'm not a musicals guy, but I do understand that an opening song is common, right? So. We, obviously, it's a musical. We're going to start with a with a cast opening song that's not unheard of in mm-hmm. musicals. Um, <laughs> but to me, this is not unlike, <laughs> and this is as Mark was saying, this is not unlike movies that we've seen, where there's a lot of voiceover to start a movie. Uh, not unlike Deathsport, which mm-hmm. we reviewed on this podcast, where there's a mm-hmm. lot of like I talking, see it. I see it. and 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 I can't follow it. So the thing is, I'm not a musicals guy. So once a song starts, there's a lot of people talking that I and singing rather singing and I don't know who they are yet so I have no context so uh, everything that they're singing is going it's completely over my head but in death sport you don't know who's talking that's what I'm saying it it sets it up in the same confusing manner because I my first husband am I right guys (laughs) jeez jeez now I see why Liz had six 
So I'm gonna say, yeah, you gotta get on. I know. This. I'm yeah. still number. We're on number I'm one. I'm to make cooking away. Yeah, yeah. forty-five is. Ooh, yeah. Some of these relationships. Some sooner of these than you marriages think. are just gonna be months long. <laughs> I think some of hers were. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, guys, how dare you? That's just a literal <laughs> fact. <laughs> didn't help me get mm-hmm. in the movie at all mm-hmm. because I'm just lost. I'm like, who is everyone? What's happening? Not unlike that opening mm-hmm. monologue or voiceover, I'm lost. Ryan, do you want your mind blown? Because the lyrics to that song were written for this movie. They are not from the musical. So the right. musical opens with, it's they're kind of like a Greek chorus, but there are these five singers. It's a, a two guys, so like a tenor and a bass, and then uh uh three women and so they sort of sing like a like a like a medley to start it off but that's even before the curtain opens so the curtain opens and it is that song that you heard but there's no dialogue and you're just what it's really beautiful and you're just watching (laughs) the different characters who you don't know okay Waltz around the stage and you get the sense it's like they're switching partners a lot and they seem like Mm, unhappy mm. based on who they're dancing with or aggressively trying to dance with someone else who then gets stolen away, which is a much better entry point into the the show than like you're saying to have a bunch of phrases just randomly haphazardly thrown out there. But clearly they told Sondheim they're like, we can't open with like a fucking silent dancing you know montage going on so can you toss out some lyrics and he was like yeah whatever and so that's what we get that's how we get loves take love takes time which love is takes our opening time. song and and, and clearly time. they couldn't do all this dancing because liz yeah. taylor had yeah. her, her leg and Just mad issues it, it, so yes. love takes time is not part of the original play that the was music added just for is the, movie? the lyrics are not oh, oh okay okay got yeah. it got it got it yeah he oh, wrote I'm the just... lyrics for it so I the singing say, is, is all, you're welcome. That singing is on the house. <laughs> that is free of charge. Um, I, th- that opening, I agree with you what you said, Ryan. I, it just to me, like that opening to me was like, oh yeah, it's one of those musical movies. <laughs> yep. Because we're going to yep. just start with a musical that you're like, okay, here we go. Yeah, we're, we're singing already. Now, we're starting my, off for singing. If my wife and my daughter were watching, they'd be like, I am in. And mm-hmm. I But would... it was one of those solo trips back from Fargo, <laughs> so they were not allowed. <laughs> you were like, sorry, ladies, cranking it. Yeah, I'm not watching this movie with you two who would clearly enjoy this. This is for me. This is for me. <laughs> right, 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 right. Also, is um, Erica, when we watch this, is like, is that Elizabeth Taylor's real voice in that opening song? I looked it up. I had to look it, it up. Uh, mm. So, okay, she, does, 
She sings the two songs that are yes. like the Sound of the Clown. She does sing, bless her Debatable heart. whether she's she called singing, but yes. Yeah. She took a swing, we'll say. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes. And the duet she sings, but wow, did they bring down a lot of those notes and change a lot. And I was like, ooh. Um, mm-hmm, and so, but mm-hmm. this, because she sounds like a child and it's yes. creepy. Yeah. And she is, in fact, voice doubled by the woman who sings for the child in the movie. So that was a weird fucking uh, choice. Like, yeah. I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Why did I believe they do she that? also doubles a little bit for Leslie Ann Down in terms of like some of the high notes and yes, some of the but songs. But I think that's a different person. So I was like, why did oh, they okay. get whoever okay, yeah. sings Leslie Ann Down's high notes sure. to sing this Elizabeth Taylor part? Because she sounds like a little baby. It's like mm-hmm. creepy. It was fucking yeah. off-putting. I first heard that and I thought, is that how she sings? Yeah, really? it, was, Are you, it really? was not cool. No. Wow. No. Yeah, not cool. Uh, once we leave this theater, we open with Madame Armfelt, who's played by Hermione Gingold, who mm-hmm. also played the role in the original stage production, and Frederica, our little girl here, who mm-hmm. needs someone else to sing for her. <laughs> Which is interesting because they are barely in the movie. So it's interesting yeah. that we start here because there's such a, and I know that the, that Madam Armfelt was much, she had a lot more in the actual yeah. musical, but she, they are trimmed yeah. to next to nothing here. So their yeah. inclusion is interesting in, but it, they're only there for us to set up Elizabeth Taylor's character of Desiree and sing the glamorous life. Mm-hmm. But Desiree's life isn't glamorous or is Aww. it? No. Or is it? <laughs> well, I mean, eating sandwiches on a train whenever you fucking want. <laughs> That's pretty glamorous, that if you ask me. That's pretty great. You don't have to bother to raise your own kid. That's pretty That's, That's pretty dope. That's pretty glamorous. But again, this is where I think it's Sondheim like, having a laugh, right? It totally. Her life sucks. Yeah. But in order to like justify her not being around, she has to be like, oh, daughter, I'm living this glamorous. Yeah. Super glamorous. Like to her little country bumpkin daughter who's with Granny all day long. Who thinks her mom is like really living the glamorous life? And this, okay. And so this is where Hal Prince makes a, I call him Hal because we're in word buddies. (laughs) Um, This is where. Harold Prince makes a weird <laughs> fucking choice because that song in the movie is a lot more like like whimsical or ironic. Like Desiree knows, like mm-hmm. like, and she sort of she's like in on the joke mm-hmm. of it. She's like, huh, oh, well, I'm past my prime. This is what it is. But in this movie, it's fucking depressing as shit. And you see her like looking at that little kid like sleeping on the train and looking sad. And you're like, oh my God, this is really depressing. So it's like mm-hmm. much more of a bummer than it is mm-hmm. in the musical. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And this yeah. is another song that this, so this was written for the movie. Like there's there's a bit of it that's in the musical, but right. and I do, I think this song is gorgeous. And I was reading that a lot of productions actually put this song into the play, mm. which they shouldn't do. It doesn't work in the context of the play. It's like you don't need a solo number from the kid, and the, it's just like weird. But it is. A, I think this it's a early. really pretty song. I think yeah. it, it gives you this illusion that not only is grandma and the daughter a big part of this movie, and then yeah, they're very not. Misleading. She even gets her own song, and it's like mm-hmm. they're not. They're not going to be here. Not at all. They, and they, yeah, yeah. and they're going to disappear for like nearly an hour. And yeah, then they'll in come the back play, a little bit this is not as early so just some weird choices from the dude who directed it and like yeah. won a bunch of tonys mm-hmm. it's like buddy yeah. if it ain't broke like why'd you fuck with it <laughs> i know yeah. 
But I do yeah. like the song that Sondheim wrote Do it for them for townies. <laughs> doing it for the townies. Just really quick, is in the play, is the grandma body shaming the girl like she does right at the beginning <laughs> yes, of this 100%. movie? Yes, 100%. She totally okay. body shames her. All right. Okay. But it's like cute and funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in that whimsical, cute and funny body shaming way. You know, the way that we don't do it anymore. So we then go and meet Anne and Eric slash Henrik, <sighs> interminable oh. cello playing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seriously, Real who suggested bad. to Eric that he should play cello? Because everyone hates it. Mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. signed him up for lessons? It's your fault, really. But guys, is Eric okay? No. No, not in this no. movie. In the no. play, it's kind of silly and fun that he's weird. In this one, I really thought he was an incel. Like, he reads oh, like a fucking yeah. incel. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he was creepy and scary. He's studying to be a priest, but he's grabbing at Petra's blouse. Ready to fuck. And angry celloing <laughs> in the woods. Just yeah. angry uh, celloing in the woods. Another bizarre choice. He's more silly in the play. The, the guy that cast that's surprising is like... to hear. Yes, the guy he cast is Christopher Gard, who would voice Frodo a year later in the <gasps> 1978 uh, animated Lord of the Rings. Get oh. out of town! What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Well, he seems very angry in this. Yeah. He's funnier in the other role. Yeah. They were like, can you yeah, be Frodo's at 10? And he's like, oh, sure. Like, by the end of the scene, they're like, no. The whole film. Yeah. yeah. Need you I was worried 10. about him. Yeah. Oh, very worried. He seemed violent. <laughs> like, Explosive. you are, yeah. you have problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all we accurate. Also, we get to meet Frederick, who is a lawyer, but apparently his workday seems to be buying theater tickets and then getting a nap. So what kind of law is that? What kind of getting a nap, but first debating if he should roughly take his wife. Do you have that clip? Or take a nap. Oh no. Okay. Guys, it was a different time. It was a it was quite frankly a different time. Now, as the sweet imbecility stumbles so lavishly onto a lap. Oh, Frederick, what a day it's been. Unending drama. While Petro is brushing now, my hair. Now, there are two possibilities. Bell. A, I could ravish her. B, I could nap. That so, so the song is, hey, she's just fucking okay. talking a bunch of bullshit at, the, at her fucking makeup table. And now, to Mark's point, should I nap? Or should I sexually assault my wife? Okay, I, think I don't know. That I don't in know. In the '70s, Ravish was more like seduce, like um, you know, like you know this musical better than anybody. The lyrics but, go beyond the a the deployment of charm or b the adoption of physical force. But in 2022, I heard that and I was like, hard stop. What yeah. is happening right now? That's, oh you're my god! Right. It's so funny that I know this so well that I don't think about that like at all this but, yeah, is this to song, me though yeah. why it's so why again i stand by audiences just imagine an audience of your grandparents going beautiful yeah clapping for that for this clapping for a dude who was yeah. like should i just like go for it or take a nap like <laughs> yeah a standing I, ovation for that oh and I he can't. just basically talks through the thing like yeah. eh, it might wear me out and mm-hmm. am i into that and maybe then I'll just go back to taking a nap anyway. It just is like he's debating. The whole song's a debate of whether yeah. or not you should sure take is. his wife by force or just nap so, it out. 
I like that in the end, uh, like I, I felt that he and I were on the same page because we both landed at the same spot. Like, yeah, time. Let's he lands on that. Right. <laughs> and somehow this is all billable hours. Mm-hmm. How? Here's How on earth? Though. How on earth? <laughs> I think for me, the best. The best thing about this song, as someone who, I, you know, I have the soundtrack of not the movie, but of the play. And he is one of the people who he originated this role. And so I have that soundtrack. He also plays uh, Sweeney Todd. He originated the role Sweeney Todd on Broadway. Yes, he did. So I know Len Crew. I've heard Len Crew a lot. This this song was the first time I realized he was a Canadian because he dropped yes. a sorry. And I was oh. like, hey! and I immediately looked it up and I was like, this motherfucker is Canadian. And I had never <laughs> known that until he clearly didn't care so much about this film that he was like, I'm not even going to check myself. You can't tell in the soundtrack to the musical that he's Canadian, but this one yeah. is full on yeah. sorry. Full on. Spe- <laughs> Knowing that he's a Canadian, he 100% chooses nap. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Speaking of Len Carew, you can double check with your grandparents to be sure, but he's currently on CBS's Blue Bloods. Yes, I so saw that see- on IMDb. Good for him. Yeah. Wow. By the way, Good originally there was a quite check a... Check with your grandparents. <laughs> check with our parents. Check with our parents. Yeah, seriously. Well, yeah. I, I'm imagining seriously. younger people listen to this podcast. Aww, I know, I know. Oh. Gen Z loves this podcast. <laughs> they love Gen Z. have it on good authority. That's right. They love <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, Roger Corman started that uh, production company. I know all of, yeah, I know that, duh. Mm-hmm. You know, Death that and Cardi B, totally. those are my two things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, by the way, there's a whole a drama in casting this role because Peter Finch oh, yes. uh, was originally approached, but he said, no, thank you. Oh. And then they hired English actor Robert Stevens, and he was cast, but Elizabeth Taylor said, we don't have enough chemistry. He's let go. And according to Elizabeth Taylor, The Lady, The Lover, The Legend by David Brett, um, apparently Taylor wanted Richard Burton and contacted him. I bet. I bet. bet. And he had just remarried in the state of Virginia. They got married in the state of Virginia, which is, of course, where Elizabeth Taylor's new husband uh, or soon to be husband. She's not married again yet. But uh, that is where he is going to run for the Senate. So kind of like, oh, my God, um, what a Desiree nuts. move for what her to want Richard Burton. So then she's trying to call and say, Richard. So much more interesting. Mm-hmm. That's of probably course, why she, but... yeah, she knew she couldn't carry it vocally or acting wise. She's like, I got to throw in some. She, I, I, I need spice. Richard Burton to come in here. And yeah. of course, he says no, thank you. And so they bring yeah, in Len Carew. He's not an idiot. Yeah. Which Len Carew is great, like obviously. A paycheck. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Good for him. Good for that guy. Um, quickly, a little notes about this song from Dunbar. He said Sondheim tended to play games inside of his own scores. So, for example, Sweeney Todd, a lot of the scoring in that musical is motif based on street sounds from London. And a little night music, everything is based on threes. So, like, the thing about now, later, soon trio is a perfect example of Sondheim not only playing games with melody and counterpoint, but also playing with character intentions. So it's kind of a game. And in the trio section, they begin to sing each other's desires and they take on different meanings. So and in the world of musical it's theater, well. it's high art, he says. It is high art when it's done well. It's so good when it's done well. They also Which... changed up the order in the movie. In the, in the oh, play, okay. That's in the interesting. musical, it goes dad, son, teenage bride. <laughs> and right. so I don't know why they changed it. Just yeah, and now it's here, tinkering. like it's... Basically, 
hey, should I have sex with my wife against her will? Then the wife going, hey, sorry, Huz, one day I'll fuck you, don't worry. And then the son going, why can't I cello? That's essentially the progression. That's a good synopsis, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the version we get. Mm -hmm. And also, I gotta say, this Frederick and Anne couple are a couple that Woody Allen could really stand. It's, you know what I mean? It's wow. a bad yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Yeah. It's, it's not good. It's a man who scene. reads fairy tales to a little girl who calls him uncle, and then when, when she's of age, he marries her. It's yeah. like, wow, that is, yeah. that's something. That's Which something. again is a laugh line in the musical, but in this very dark and oh. like, Ooh, he's a groomer. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, um, they do go see uh, Elizabeth Taylor in a play, which I have mm -hmm. to say is probably the fake play within the play is a brief really moment, confusing, yeah. but honestly, probably one of my favorite moments because it's so dumb. It's like, what play was, the, what were they watching? What was that? And she's in a wig and she's laying in bed because of course she can't get up and move around. Right. It's so, what is that? She does, that's when, she that's she when we learned that she can juggle. Yeah. Although <laughs> they, don't even, they don't even try to make yeah, it it's look like, like, they don't even, yeah, yeah it's yeah, so yeah. funny that they didn't even like make an attempt to get the audience to think like, oh, does she have a skill? I don't, they're like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> There's somebody underneath the camera clearly it's throwing. It's literally, these, yeah. 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 And like, she's not even moving her shoulders. And it's just like, it's yeah. like, mm -hmm. wow, She couldn't guys. juggle, guys. Her leg was hurt. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. She's so right. toe. Right. She couldn't juggle. You know, <laughs> you try to juggle on a hurt leg. God. They're like, well, good. Did you do the singing lessons? <laughs> my toe. My toe. My toe. My to Listen, I'm going to start singing right now. My toe made me sound like a little girl when I sing. <laughs> <laughs> so I also thought it was funny that uh, Anne, of course, sees a court. There's no one subtle in this. There's no subtlety at all. Anne sees that, of course, Frederick wants to have sex with Elizabeth Taylor. So she's like, let's go. And then as soon as they get back home, she's like, I married you out of pity. And he goes, well, hell with this. I'm going back to the theater and trying to hook up with Elizabeth Taylor. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was like, this was written by a man, wasn't it? Because, <laughs> because yeah. then Elizabeth Taylor says, hey, your wife, how dare she not fuck you? That is outrageous. Yeah, that is a really funny <laughs> song th viewed through a modern lens. When she's like, yeah. she, when she says, I'd strike her first, it's like, you just said you're going to hit a teenager mm -hmm. who won't yeah. fuck an old guy. Like, right? and again, I love this musical more than anything, but that is a bold statement. Yeah, <laughs> it's metal. That is I'm telling you, it that is, is metal. That is metal. That is yeah. metal. That is a metal yeah. song. So you're not, you're not wrong. It's uh, not mm -hmm. one of the best moments. Just imagine. Imagine again your grandparents being like, beautiful. They're like, I'd also beat up a grandpa. Sit yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes us 54 minutes okay. to get to Diana Rigg. Yeah. It's yeah. It, yeah. 54 oh, minutes. That's a poor well, choice. Technically, yeah. she's in the very beginning oh, song. Yeah, that's okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Super fan. But yeah, so she. <laughs> So yeah, she the best the best part of the film, and they she's on the shelf for fifty percent of it. So she, not right. a great yeah. call. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, a great yeah. not a great call. But when she shows up, 
she then does get a great little song about little deaths, which made me think yeah, little deaths. Is that, a, is that a song. song about all the various places that she's masturbated? No, <gasps> here's what's cool. Oh, I'm going to nerd out on you because I've read every Sondheim book. He, a lot of people thought that was a subtle joke that he was putting in. Yeah, And he did. didn't know it was an expression. And he readily hmm. admits that. He's like, mm, I cannot okay. take credit for that. I'd never heard it. It wasn't until mm. the show opened and everybody kept asking me. And mm. I was like, no, that works really nicely, though. I had no idea. He knew. So, he, yeah. He, so, he yeah. knew. He, he knew. knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every day a little death in the parlor, in the bed. Anywhere you go, why not? In the curtains, in the silver, in the buttons, in the bread. In, in the, the bread. Every day a little sting. In the heart and in the head. Every okay. move and every breath, and you hardly feel a thing, brings a perfect little death. Wow. And she's Give got this on. She knows how to do this. She's mm -hmm. got this on yeah. lockdown. Yeah, and she uses bread sometimes, apparently, <laughs> and silver. Literally until this moment, I always thought that song was all the time she thought about killing herself. Yeah, I think that is a, a, like it's all about the little all the little moments that I yeah. think makes her feel like she's dying, and she's just yeah, constantly I mean, I... feeling yeah. But I mean, I my instant thought was. A little death. Is this where she's masturbating? All these different places. That's I what a lot of people think. Yeah, I will. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mm. love the. I love the suit because she makes jokes about suicide for sure. I only. Yeah. My interpretation of it was always like just the you know the death of love, the death of the marriage, the death of like that. And sure. Yeah, I love that. It's so. It's that's one of my favorite songs in the show. I really Me love it. too. And I'm glad that it wasn't. I didn't feel like it was ruined in this movie. I no, was like, no, this, that's this the works. one that gets preserved. Yeah. 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 yeah, leave it to Diana Rigg. We're going to get to another one that maybe <laughs> does not get as fair play mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. this particular version. But um, but look, guys, thankfully, we get a lot of these characters all together and they're all going to decide to spend a weekend in the country. Thank For God. Sure. <laughs> Thank God. Mm -hmm. And it only mm -hmm. takes the entire ensemble about half an hour to figure out that they should all go. <laughs> It works better in a musical. <laughs> yeah, I was it gonna takes, say that's musical timing. It's, it's really so, bad in the movie. It's, so it's just long. a lot. It's just a lot it's in the so movie. A lot out. of people yeah. talking about how they should go and showing the letter, and we've all been invited, and should we go? And a lot of people taking their sweet time. Anyway, oh god, and what a fuck fest they are planning. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are really. Really planning first, uh, <laughs> and, and the grandma knows. The grandma's like, oh, the grandma turned to a, this oh. gonna turn to a goddamn orgy, orgy and I'm yeah. gonna have to clean up everything. She knew exactly. <laughs> as soon as she's like, can I invite a bunch of people over for the weekend? She's like, oh, I know exactly. Oh boy, she goes, get, get the planning. power washer, guys. Maybe that's how she lost the ability to walk. <laughs> oh, that's right. She fucked her legs. In she stubbed her toe. <laughs> she <laughs> fucked her legs. She fucked her legs away. <laughs> She, look, she had to do what she had to do to get that that money to get that. Uh -huh. Oh my lord! Uh huh. All right. So, oh, the, shit. so oh. Diana Rigg wants to sleep with Frederick in order to make her husband jealous. Yeah, mm -hmm. want to stay with her forever. Correct. What a plan! Great Correct. job. Work. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. gonna work like solid. Mm -hmm. Solid. Desiree plans to steal Frederick away, and Anne plans to. 
what is Anne's plan? Why is she even going? Yeah, to, I, isn't she hooking up with Eric finally? Well, no, but that she happens. doesn't know no, but that. She, but, she gets convinced to go by Diana Rigg, yeah. who's like, I'm going to fuck your husband. And she's like. But she doesn't what? reveal that until they're there. Yeah, you're right. Then when so they're she there, she says, well, here's my oh, plan. Oh, I, no, wait. I just remembered it. I had to go through the song in my head. She tells her. So Anne's like, I don't want to go. And Diana Rigg, who I will not, who is Diana Rigg? I will not call her by her character name. So Diana Rigg is like, <laughs> you no, are not Charlotte. You, are you not. should totally go, girl, because you want to be compared to her in like natural light and stuff. And your husband's going to look at yeah. you and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, and be like, oh, what was mm-hmm. I thinking with this dalliance? Yeah. I, I like this new young girl who won't have sex mm-hmm. with me. So she convinces her to go <laughs> by being like, no, yeah, like, you know, dress really sexy and be slinky in front of this old hag and your husband will realize mm-hmm. what he has. The way you convince a teen to go. Mm, right. Yeah. You're going to look hot. You're going to look she's hot. she's 17. So yeah. that's that. how you convince a teen. You're like, hey, go and just like slut out and party in the country. Yeah, <laughs> just hot topic And a teen's it like, all right, shit. Okay. <laughs> See, but your also, explanation but also, is... But also, wink, the DTF priest is going to come too. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that helps. Just in the woods, celloing like a little night music did it before Fleabag. I just want to say, everyone's like, no, hot priest, hot priest who wants to fuck. Uh, Sorry, but in 1973, a little man (laughs) named Stephen Sondheim fucking did that. Yeah, figured that out in advance. We see your sources. We see. We've seen your. (laughs) We see the notes. Okay, we've seen the notes, Fleabag. I just your explanation of why she gets Anne to go. I've seen the movie twice. I rewound that section a couple times. Twice. twice. <laughs> I, I rewound it a couple times to, to double check why she's going. And that makes sense. I don't get that from this version. It's, and obviously, maybe yeah. it's me. Maybe it's me. But I don't know. But I just There's was like, just why? just a few lines about it. And it's not mm-hmm. directed enough to draw your attention to it. So, I mean, even I had to remember back in my head. And I remembered by going through the music, not remembering the visuals that, that were yeah. So, yeah, but, not, but not you, well done. But then once they're there and she does go through the plan, Diana Rigg, it is bold of her to be like, hey, by the way, here's what I'm planning. I'm going to fuck your husband. Yes. Just throw myself at him and he'll do it because he'll fuck anything except for you. And (laughs) because he won't let him. And and then, you know, and then my husband will get super jealous and then he will like, you know, then we'll be together and that's the thing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, it's Sir Frederick Wright. And I'm like, wait, what? Again, very funny in the musical. Uh, awkwardly uh, sad and real and depressing mm-hmm. in the it's just rough it's yeah, just like, not yeah. well done yeah rough. for her to go back to like wait hold on hold on yeah you're gonna fuck just, my husband yeah wait, 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 can we cover the that first part, part? what was the first part you said yeah. can we just talk about that part what again? was that the direction <laughs> is so bad and it's just shocking because it's like yeah. dude you've already directed this well yeah. But Why on stage, I think that's the big problem: is the stage versus film. It's yeah, not. It's not as simple it. an assignment as I think he thought he it would be, because he was like, oh, "I'm just going to shoot my musical, no big deal." But it's like, but film's it's, a different medium than. Yeah, he than, really tanked it, man. Yeah. By the way, why is Petra excited to go on this weekend at all? If there's anyone more excited to go on this weekend, it's Petra the maid. And then once they go, she becomes even more marginalized than she already was. 
Yeah, they cut like, her. Why is number. she excited? Because she gets to pound schnapps. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, think I of guess. it this way: like you're From this like lower class live-in servant to this like fucking creepy weird couple with like an old guy and a teenager and a son who keeps trying to fuck you but like he can't get it up and you're it's just like a whole mess so you get like a weekend at like a rich person's estate like yeah you know like and like she's just like something that's not here i'm down Yeah, that's and that's fair. You don't get a sense of this in the movie, but in the musical, it's like Petra like loves to fuck and is very we would say now sex positive. Um, <laughs> and so like you get a sense that like she's excited to go to this estate where there's going to be a whole bunch of servants and maybe plow one of them. And in right. the musical, she gets to plow one of them, and then she sings a, a whole song about how she's happy she plowed one of them. But they mm. don't let her do either of those things in the movie. Yeah. No, the, the, the second time around, I noticed at the very end part, they have Petra dancing with the one servant who she kind of gives a glance to once yeah. she arrives. And but he's dressed in a suit, so I missed it the first time because yeah, he's all fancy so, dressed up yeah. at the end. So I miss it. And so they dance away together. And I was like, mm-hmm. I guess it's implied that's... pounding, but it's yeah. very explicit. In but the it's so in the director's cut. It's a full sex scene. Yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cut that for time. Yeah, yeah. Multiple yeah. It's like angles. Actual yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> when they do like the Apocalypse Now redo style cut right. of this movie where they the have like an extra yeah. hour and a half in, it's mm. going to be something else. Once we do get to the country, a good bit of news happens. Eric finally finds somebody who likes his cello playing. Finally. (laughs) Finally. I just love that he brought that cello on the road trip. It's so insane. Their car is so small. The fact that he would bring a cello in that car is like, you dumbass. That's a whole scene we missed too, right? That they cut out where they were arguing with him to leave the cello at home and don't bring it. Like, please don't. Please don't bring it. Is it a weekend in the country? Because he brings like 12 books. I'm like, my God. My That's goodness. what incels do. Yeah. Yeah. He's writing a manifesto. He's writing a manifesto. That's right. He's reading, he's writing, he's angrily celloing mm-hmm. in the woods. He's that's he's got a whole thing planned yeah. out. Yeah. And do anyway, you, you can do you think you can still get those driving goggles? Oh, for Ooh, sure. It's like steampunky. I, so. I bet you could get those. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. sure yeah. you could get yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You got to go yeah. to your local steampunk shop. Your local but, steampunk but, shop. but if you were you know. now, it's giving off a different vibe. Than yeah. Back then, back then oh, you were just yeah. like, oh, you drive a car. Yeah. Sure. Now it's like, you own oh, it's, it's oh, fancy. It's like, you like to hang out in dungeons. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay, cool. I would say, ironically, they'd still be like, you're a DTF priest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some overlap in that Venn diagram, I think. Yeah. yeah sure. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> At least I hope I hope my Amazon order history says so. <laughs> By the way, I love also Eric's reaction to somebody actually liking it, because of course as soon as Frederica's like, Oh, that's beautiful, he's like, No, it's not. It was yeah, awful. He, oh, it's a disaster. <laughs> like, he sucks. Man, you have one you have one level, dude. You've got he one sucks level. Hard. He sucks yeah, hard. Awful. Um, hey, uh, not sure about the big dinner that they have, what else they have, but I gotta say hats off to Granny for serving that Belgian sex wine that opens <laughs> up the eyes yeah. of even the blind, um, blindest mm-hmm. among us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, that's absinthe, right? Like, that's <laughs> what she gives them all? They all seem to trip out also, after that. Also, Grandma fucking hardcore flexing, being like, you guys all sit here. Yeah, it's I'm so... Sitting here. Yeah. 
weird. That's when it really felt to me like this movie was like an acid trip. I was like, that's yeah. such a, like, that's weird. Why did you do that? Yeah. That's weird. I don't think it's absence. Remember, we're in the country. She's serving a moonshine. Just straight up. Ah, yeah. This is moonshine. Belgian moonshine. And she has Her all of it. She had carried... sex and they got all of, she got all of this particular yeah. Belgian moonshine. Her servant carried her out of the tub and then used that tub water to make moonshine. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> was like, there's people coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's grandma's bathwater moonshine. That's <laughs> sexy. So, of course, Frederica tells Anne about Eric's feeling for her because kids cannot keep yeah, secrets. Yeah, she dishes. Which is, you know, anyway. Yeah. But also, Anne's kind of into it. Like, oh. The reaction, she says, yeah. She says, how ridiculous movie. of him. And yet, how charming. Mm-hmm. Um, what? What now? Yeah, dude. Leslie Ann Down is very, she's a very pretty lady. I love her accent. I'm sure she was great in the Lifetime movie. I'm <laughs> watching you or whatever the fuck. But in this movie... I just, I don't know what, I don't know where she's going with a lot of her. It's also rough because mm-hmm. she's like 23 or something and like yeah. being 17. So it's just like, yeah. it's just rough. But you're not yeah. invested in, you're not like, I hope no. these two get together. <laughs> like, not in any way. Yeah, it yeah. comes completely out of the blue. Yeah. But if I may, if I may throw in a controversial <laughs> Oh no. She's a teen. And to this point, uh, okay. her husband has a nap. He's never just gone for it. He's never gone for it. Eric? Goes oh, for yeah. It. Maybe. Yeah. So, oh, wait, hold on. The, oh. That's the kink. She wanted Frederick to go for it all the time. That's hmm. why she was just like, I'm just doing my hair and talking about earrings. And he never bought. He and never She's bit. like, he, this old guy won't take the hand. Damn, this but thing this is even more fucked up than I thought. Threw originally. his cello to the side and he went threw, for it. Mm-hmm, and that was her kink. Mm-hmm, oh, my Lord. Huh. Interesting. I hate that I'm defending that weird. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you, you might have a point immediately there. on board. Yeah. Yeah, but also on board well, in be- such an unenthusiastic way. It, this mm-hmm. whole movie just feels so like muted. Like everyone's mm-hmm. acting through like a swamp. It feels like it's like. <laughs> ugh, well, it's no, just... no. Once he says, once he she finds him, like trying to kill himself over kill her. Himself. She's like yep. super horny about it. She's right? like, ooh. La, la. Yeah, that scene was Mama uncomfortable. Like. That got Again. weirdly, what? weirdly erotic. And I was yeah. like, no, 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 no. Because no. that's her thing. He was like, I'd rather die. She's like, yeah, when I'm looking mm. down, I'm looking down the barrel of a dude who just chooses a nap. I hate that I'm defending oh, it, but I am. Wow. Shockingly, this shockingly is really funny. an odd development. Not an, <laughs> really not a development I saw happening. Yeah. Much like the development of the two of them getting together. <laughs> we do learn earlier in the movie that Eric's penis does need a nap once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not the whole body. But that's what's Petra. Wasn't, just, wasn't yeah. that, didn't you think that was like a premature ejaculation yeah, I, moment? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was yeah. a couldn't get it up moment because he doesn't no, really love no. her. No, 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 no. no, no. I no, think no, it's no. just he like a, a, he had a big he, mess. Oh, he's okay. like a, he's, he's a. This is how little I know about penises. I'm, I'm a gay, <laughs> so I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I don't know much about them either, but no. I'm just saying that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've okay. gathered. Mark and oh, I, also I made it learning. nicer. I thought learning. it was like, he, she's not his true love, so he can't get it up. It's like, that's not how penises work, Lauren. Nope, <laughs> like, nope, nope, yeah, nope, nope, nope. So that's, that's nope. my bad. That's not They me. will get up for literally almost yeah. anything. If, yeah. Especially when you're in that age 
That does make more sense. Yeah. So now I also know if this was Frederick, then you could have then then that yeah, works. Maybe like, just, well, yeah, maybe I was just long okay. day. He's tired. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two ends of mm-hmm. that spectrum of that penis yeah. spectrum. Okay. Uh. Oh. oh, it's like a Chinese finger tap, but with penises. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, they're both trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Only one of them, though, is going to go. I'm just going to go to sleep and maybe it'll escape by morning. I don't know. The other one's going to angrily try to get himself free. So, Uh just two ends of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. So, I love also in this day and age where, like, you have to play Russian roulette because you were talking to a man's wife. Mm -hmm. Like, what a time to be alive that you're just like, this has to happen. This has to happen. Dude, this is another thing where it's like, why did you fuck with this musical? Because it's like, so they cut so much from the musical. And then the Russian roulette scene is like fucking 20 minutes long. And it happens off <laughs> yeah. off stage in the musical. Yeah. You yeah. hear a shot. Mm-hmm. And then he comes on carrying his body. So it's like mm-hmm. not a plot point, really, in the musical. Yeah. And here it's like the most dramatic, mm-hmm. multi-shot, like, what mm-hmm. the fuck, dude? That was really weird. They, I was like, they how had seen long the deer is this hunter scene? And they're like, we really got to make this thing real. Clearly. Really, yeah. Yeah. They were like, this one's for the boys. Because you know all the wives <laughs> drag their husbands to see the musical. So they're like, let's put in some gunplay. Yeah. But yeah, I could not believe how long that fucking scene was. It was insane to me. It, it, it was a lot. And uh, the deer hunter came out in 78, so they didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so were my they bad. Doing, were, they doing, were they doing shots of water? I thought I assumed it was like vodka, but who knows? Yeah, it was I clear, think it's supposed right? to be vodka, Jam, but it something? did look okay. like right. it did look like water. I I always hate that stuff in in movies. You see this happen a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, I just was watching Gone in sixty seconds, and there's a <gasps> scene where Angelina Jolie like pours a shot of whiskey and then dunks it or tequila and dunks it, and she drinks it like water. Like yeah, I when know you they, drink oh, anything, yeah. when you drink alcohol, you I mean it's just different than yeah, just you, drinking yeah, I know. water. And huh? they Wait, were what? drinking. They <laughs> were, yeah. yeah. Hold on. All right. This is newsflash for Mark. Mark. <laughs> Wait. What? How he Why? became husband number one, voluntarily <laughs> watching Gone in 60 Seconds. Just for funsies. Just for funsies. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just for fun. Oh, God. Ben and a fucking clown. Oh, man. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> and yet, um, the Count's uh, suggestion of Russian roulette excites charlotte and she's into it yeah she's what a super wacky horny bunch. for that yeah. Yeah. yeah they both like death they're both into yeah. death yeah. Two, yeah yeah what a wacky they're bunch. like um are they like early stages machine gun kelly and um <gasps> oh Megan Fox. Megan, yeah where maybe. they're like would you kill yourself for me? Yeah. Would you kill yourself yeah, for me? There I'm going to go in the other room and I vibe. might kill myself for you. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Thank them. you for. That's the Count and Charlotte. Playing so back to our Gen Z so guys, population of fans. <laughs> when we obviously remake this. Right. Mm-hmm. When it's, Megan which is Fox, inevitable. I was Megan Fox plays Charlotte was, oh and Machine Gun Kelly plays the Count. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Steven Sondheim just died again hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> For for all you Gen Zers out there, a a translation of of Erica's analogy would be Sid Vicious and Nancy Spungen. Oh yeah, all the Gen Z kids know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're all into that. Yeah, Uh, they know that. 
they all, they saw the movie. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> you know they know. Look at Mark Just bridging the bring gap. people up to speed. You know, I'm cool. I'm down with the kids. I'm like um, <laughs> Diana Riggs' last line is because she's so horny for the fact that her mm-hmm, husband finally stepped mm-hmm. forward. She says, "You became a tiger." For me. For me. And he kind of like winks. He's like, also like, get our shit and get it in the car. Yeah. And she's like, and so she's like gross. walking off like, I Behind won. I'm like, him. Yeah, I did uh, not like that choice. Uh, yeah. Didn't like that directorial choice at all. No. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, he's still gonna cheat on you. It's yeah. just gonna be with someone new. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. call that a toxic relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I felt bad only because I'm on Diana Riggs' side so hard just yeah, because it's Diana Riggs. And I'm like, girl, I want you out of that. This is a bad I situation know. for you. I feel for you. I know. The people, I agree. That, the people that get a happy ending here, I'm not, I don't even care about. We're not, I'm not even worried about them. it. I totally agree. No. I totally agree. Um, and finally, Anne runs off with her stepson, Eric. Uh, so that leaves <laughs> Frederick and Desiree to get together because, well, I mean, who's left? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's no yeah. one. Yeah. It's us. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. yeah. why not us? I guess. There's yeah, no one. which like yeah. Eric is saying is a dark, it's a dark ending. And in the right hands, again, Lincoln Center, PBS version, it's, when it's done well, it like, it doesn't feel like you're settling in this movie. It totally felt like, well... Yeah. This is it, I guess. And I just, yeah. it just was depressing. <laughs> yep. It was depressing. Yep. Hand, you got to hand it to Frederick for having the restraint of not going, Petra, maybe? Like, nope, nope, <laughs> he's going to, you know, yeah. he's still just like, hey, there's the two of us. I mean, there's a couple other people yeah. still around, but you know what? I'm going to go with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but not like an upbeat. Yeah. They did not sell it in this film no. version. No. <laughs> yeah. No. And now I think it is time for us to go through one of our favorite segments. Things I loved and things Ooh. I hated. Oh, That's right. Boy, We're going to talk about oh, the boy. things that we loved and the things that we hated about okay. A Little Night Music. Mark, let's start. Oh, actually, Lauren, let's start with you, our guest. What's something that you loved about A Little Night Music? Okay. This my... movie version. Well, I, lo- I already said I love the song that was written for the daughter. I think it's really pretty. Like, if you're just listening to it and not watching a movie, (laughs) it's a very pretty song. (laughs) But the moment in the actual film visual that I really liked, and it got, I think it got a little, like, gasp out of me, is, like, during this kind of, like, I don't even remember. It's one of eight million montages that happen in this movie. But it's when Diana Rigg, who fucking rolls, is, like, at her vanity and just, you know, like, thinking about how there's death everywhere or whatever. And then out of nowhere, she, like, picks up a, I don't know, compact or something, and she smashes the mirror! And I was like, ooh, it's because it's the only moment in the movie that has, like, passion or excitement or, like, because, like I said, Mm -hmm. the movie feels like it's acted through a swamp. So it was really, like, thrilling and exciting to see Mm -hmm. the best actress in the movie do, like, a cool, like... I'm so rich and unhappy. I got to shatter this mirror. So I actually really mm-hmm. like, that's the one directorial choice that I'll be like, all right, I enjoyed that moment. <laughs> nice. Everything else, big mistake. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark, let's go to you. What is something that you love? I loved what the grandmother, Madame Armfeld, uh, because like at the very beginning, she <laughs> first of all, the very beginning, she's like, when we go to dinner to her granddaughter, I'm going to tell you a story about this guy I fucked. So <laughs> cool. Get ready yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then she just hangs out in bed, staring at her jewels. 
And she's basically, when everyone comes to the house, she's like, you guys are all fucking psychopaths. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you some really fucked up liquor that is going to either make you fight or flight or fuck. What <laughs> are the three Fs? That's a, yeah. I, I yeah. just felt like she was my voice of reason through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Not the whole movie. Small parts of the movie. Mo- no, but through the movie, every time they went back to her, it felt like they were going back to me and being like, where would you be in this situation? Mm, and she I'm was dead. always like, this is Bananas Town. And <laughs> I'm just letting you know that. And I was like, okay, good, good, good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm good. We're good. Yeah. So, yes, I love her. voice of reason. My voice of reason. Erica, what's something you love? Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I have a whole new appreciation for Little Night Music. Watching this now as an older, as an, as an elder millennial. but what i love more than anything i I actually loved the choice of them to make eric like super dark and moody and crazy like it made goth you called him i called him goth i was like is he his emo is he the original goth is he like because it was it's so unnecessary it he does really, not need to be that dramatic. It's such no, a no. weird choice. It was very such a top. weird yeah. choice, and I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Mm-hmm. Like because it was just bizarre. It I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Something I loved. If anything, I think a little night music shows the variety you get with New World Pictures. <laughs> I mean, if we just look <laughs> at the variety that we've discussed this year so far, starting with Crimes of Passion, which was whatever Amazing. genre, whatever Amazing. genre that was. Amazing. That was. Then we watched an action movie with Black Moon Rising. We watched a kids movie with The Great Land of Small. A mockumentary comedy with Grunt the Rustly movie. A buddy cop action movie with Dead Heat. A home invasion thriller with Curfew. And a Star Wars ripoff sci-fi film with Battle Damn. Beyond the Stars. And now a musical. I'm yeah. like, well, we are really, we're really going through a lot of different genres. So if we're anything cultured. else. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. So it shows you. Yeah. This is how far I have to go to put a pot of the That's what I was going to say. I was like, wow, your compliment involves every other movie that they made. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cool, 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 cool. I'm yeah. just saying, look at all the different variety we've watched. Sure. Isn't that mm-hmm. a positive? Very diplomatic. <laughs> Good job, husband. Yeah, yeah. As a listener, you are intellectual because you followed along with us. Right. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you guys for going mm-hmm. along this journey yeah. that we're taking. Isn't it cool? Uh, and that's it. Uh, now let's switch to things that we hated. Uh, Lauren, what did you hate yeah, about A Little Night I, Music? Again, I gotta say, and I'm so sorry, I'm sure she was a lovely person, but Elizabeth Taylor is unbearably awful in ev- just mm. everything. And in watching yeah. it, I was trying to remember, yep. I was like, have I ever seen her in anything? And I don't think I have. Because, like, didn't she? I mean, she won the Oscar for Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, right? Which like, is, she is tremendous right. in if you. So I don't want to, like, yeah, no, her leg much. was fine in that. Her leg, she had not fine. stubbed her toe. She had not stubbed her toe. She had not stubbed her toe. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, literally in this movie, I it is, I am hard pressed to imagine an Elizabeth Taylor who is good at acting. <laughs> Certainly not singing, yeah. but that's not her fault. She's not a singer. But the acting is just, I mean, she sucks. She sucks in this movie, so it just—it yeah. was rough, man. It—it it was hard to watch any scene she was in, which is a lot of scenes. She had never sung in a musical before or any movie before. Yeah. And yeah. can you tell? Can you tell, Mark? Do you have the clip? Oh no! Oh no! Timbuktu. 
two instead of the municipal courthouse. Isn't it rich? Are we up here? Like, why would you pick that cadence? Me here at last on the ground. You in mid-air. Why would you pause in between mid and air? It's just all our choices are bad. Yeah, it's but sad. that recording makes me feel like I can also be a singer. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. for real. That yeah, it gives me confidence for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. That's sure. a good positive spin. But yeah, I. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with Erica. Until you hear another way that you could sing this. Oh no, who's this gonna be? Isn't he I knew you were gonna do this. I knew you were gonna do this. Are we a Me here at last on the I mean, you know, there's a different way to tackle everything in life, you know? That's not a fair comparison. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I can ride a bike, and so can a little kid. Right. But, you know, we... We're going to ride a bike a different way, all right? We're both going to ride the bike, but we're going to use different tactics to stay on it. That's not fair. That's not, mm, that's not a mm, fair comparison. Well, I'm just saying that's a version I, Mark and I grew up hearing a lot of, the Barbara Streisand, Streisand version. right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not Streisand. fair. You can't pull out the Streisand version. And that's I would fair. argue you got to hear... Code. You gotta hear like an authentic, like older British lady sing it, and then you yeah. get like the real. Where's the Judy Dench yeah, version? There's like a million. The Judy, there is oh, a Judy Dench version. Did she play this? Ro- is there a recording? Yeah, play- there oh, is, and she played. She played the role. It was a more re- more recentish production, but it's still uh, by recent. I still. I mean, I think it's in the two thousands, but oh. um, but it's very intense. Yeah, I like an. I love an. I love an acty. I love an acty version. Comparison. Of it. Yeah. Taylor versus yeah, because there's two ways of doing it. You can do like Barbara's doing, like mm-hmm. listen to the richness of my voice, mm-hmm. and then some people just do like like they have a good voice, but they're like, I'm gonna really make you think about these words. And Liz Taylor is doing neither. So it feels on <laughs> both levels. Like, cause traditionally people like Glynis Johns, I'm getting real nerdy now, who I think yes. is on, people know from Mary Poppins, right? Isn't yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has a really weird, like smoke eight packs a day kind of voice. And she originated the role of Desiree. Right. But she sings and it with loved like her. this. Loved yeah. Her. Cause she's like, you feel it. And it's like the weight of this woman who thinks she's missing. Mr. Chance and like her star, like you mm-hmm. said, is like on the decline. But Liz Taylor's just not doing anything with it. She's just like, she sounds scared, which she was. I know she was scared recording it. And Len Carew talked about how he like went in with her, or not, I'm sure he wasn't in the recording booth, but he was there when she was recording to give her confidence. And that's very sad and sweet. But man, it's just not good. Yeah, it's not. No. Mark, what's something that you hated? I'm I'm with Lauren 100% on this. Yeah, I hate to say it. I no, I I do. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, I don't. I'm not going to belabor this, and I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to show because look, Elizabeth Taylor is Elizabeth Taylor, and I don't want to take that away from her. She's a fucking legend for sure. But she's terrible in this. <laughs> terrible. Also, also, she's not being helped, and I mean this in the nicest way. 
she's not being helped by some of the camera angles on her. Mm. Yeah. Trying to make her look legendary, like as she was in other movies and she's not in a legendary mode in this movie. And so you're like, why are you shooting her like down? What don't you like the opposite of how you take a selfie? Yeah. Yeah, Don't do that. Everyone knows up, go up on that angle, but they, it doesn't. So she doesn't, they shot her poorly. And then her acting isn't done well. And it's just, Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel very bad for her. And and I mean that in a sincere way. Like I feel bad for her. I felt a compassion for her watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Mark, that is actually a lot of the critical consensus of the time was like, you have Elizabeth Taylor and you shot her terribly. Yeah. Yeah, You made her look terrible Mm -hmm. when, I mean, look, she's as Lauren has mentioned a hard 45, (laughs) but But, but still, but she's, she's still beautiful. Elizabeth Taylor, and, yeah. and you shot her yeah. so badly. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, I guess some of the reviews mentioned that her weight seemed to fluctuate from scene yes. to scene, which yeah. I didn't yeah. know it is. But that's rough, dude. If you're like reading reviews of yourself in a in a musical, yeah. and yeah. the thing they're commenting on is like, whoa. Boo, she was a porker in some scenes and not so much of a porker in others. And it's like, yikes. Which yikes. honestly lets you know that critics don't know how weight gain works. But I mean, it's like that to me again is the it's poorly shot. Yeah. It's like they shot her. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously. If she was, you yeah. know, having some But even if she's not, like, you shot her in a way that made her look bigger than she pro- probably was. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Erica, what's something you hated? I mean, first of all, I hated that we're... I still hate that we're comparing Babs to Elizabeth Taylor. I'm furious furious about this, and I may never get over it. Good. And it will be the reason that you're husband number one. Husband number (laughs) two will smash every Barbra Streisand record, and together we'll just watch Black Beauty over and over again, and it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, Black Beauty. Forgot yeah. about Black Beauty. Forgot about that. Um, yeah, I hate the direction of this movie. I hate. I absolutely yeah. hate yep. that it starts Awful. in a theater because this yeah. isn't the theatrical version. So I thought that was such a stupid choice. Yep. And yep. I hate that not only are you watching it then from like, oh, we're an audience member walking in, but then you see from behind the scenes, like, what are, what, whose POV yeah. am I watching? Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, watching yeah, totally, audience totally, member. Totally. And now suddenly I'm behind the scenes and yep. I'm seeing like yep. people move the set pieces. I hated that. I hated that, mm-hmm. that that's how it started and that's how it ended. I thought that was such a stupid, stupid choice. Yeah, and they do bows. It's like, what are you right? doing? It's weird as fuck. During the credits, yeah. It's, it's so weird. I hated that choice. I'm yeah. with you guys 100% because, again, <laughs> I did not like Elizabeth Taylor, but I also had to say I agree, uh, Harold Prince. He deserves plenty of blame here. Mm-hmm. He clearly said, I get it. This is not for me. This is not my medium. Back to the yeah. stage. But like, you know, tonally, this is so flat. And I can see, I can see having seen it twice, I will say, like, I can see a version. Yeah. I can can see a version of this film that is like maybe much bodier and plays with the elements of the sexual farce. I'm like, okay, I can see how that could work. I can also see versions that maybe are even more like kind of dour and more self-serious about the fact that these people are made bad choices in their life and are not in the places where they want to be. I could see you going either way. And this 
lands maybe in the middle of those two, but is mm-hmm. not either of those kinds of bold choices. And I'm like, eesh. So I'm going to go to Dunbar's last note here. Ooh, yeah. The other thing to consider is this score is a light opera work. It is not for people who do not know how to sing. Yep. The next few musicals that Sondheim would do, uh, Sweeney Todd and Pacific Overtures, were all light opera works. They're not for people who do not know how to sing. And I just thought that's appropriate here because, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's obvious. You can't hand the keys of one of the most famous songs. This is still the 70s, so it's not that far removed from the Broadway production. They probably, maybe the song had not taken off with so many versions as it has now, but the biggest song from this, you hand it Mm -hmm. over to somebody who can't sing. And that's not her fault, but she's been put in that position to sing a song that she she can't sing. She doesn't know how to sing. You can't do that. You can't do that in this situation. Anyway, let's move on to our favorite scene. What was our favorite scene? Lauren, did you have a favorite scene from this? Anything that Diana Rigg was doing, I was down for. I just really like, I just really liked her. Um, so yeah, another, I don't another know. one that's that's unfortunately passed away. Mm. Diana Rigg, rest in peace. She's she's terrific uh, in almost anything, and, and still good in this somehow. So yeah, yes. like she to me oh, is she's the great. saving grace of that. She's perfect for that role. It's so funny because that, and I've finally aged into. I'm like, oh my god, this has been like a dream role of mine since I was like a little kid, and now it's like, oh my god. Now that's like appropriate. Like I could, I could be Charlotte. I could be a very upset wife who wants to kill herself. Like that's perfect. Um, so yeah, that was Finally. that was an exciting Finally. realization for me. But the version, the Lincoln Center version, they keep talking about. I was obsessed with the actress who played that role. She's so so good, so so great. And in watching this movie, I'm like, oh my god. Like almost every line reading is identical because she probably ah, like me. Wow. I bet she like watched that movie as a kid or whatever. Because it is like literally, I'm like, oh shit, dude, you're doing Diana Rigg in this movie. It was really interesting. Oh, interesting. But okay. yeah, I just okay. all of her line deliveries, Diana Rigg is just like she's perfect. She's sardonic. She's mm-hmm. witty, but there's still you see the pain in the heart in there. So any scene with Diana Rigg was my favorite scene. You know, it's interesting, um, now I'm just thinking, just you saying that, it makes me think, like, there's not a lot of reaction shots that they cut, and believe me, they had a great, great uh, editor for this. His name is John Jimson, and he he has a long, huge, long list of He's credits. He's for real a good edit? You're not, like, doing a bit? He's, like, Not good? doing a bit. From oh, here, like, guy. he actually did, eventually did A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, shit! He did A Hard Day's Night, he did Kind Hearts <gasps> and Coronets, oh, he did uh, Zulu, he had done... He is not, he is not a novice He's editor. He's no slouch. And yet there's not many reaction shots. And when we do have reaction shots, they're just like, here's Eric's face. Yeah. Here's Elizabeth yeah, yeah, Taylor's yeah. face. Totally. But when we do get reactions, it's Diana Riggs. Diana she's, Riggs is mm-hmm. when she, she will be like, oh, mm, huh? like mm-hmm. she's giving us, she's giving the editor something. So he's putting them in. Believe me. If he had it, I'm sure he would have put it in. But he didn't have it. It wasn't shot. He did what he could with the material provided. So, okay, favorite scene. Mark, your favorite scene. So I was going to say, origi- uh, like as I was watching this movie, the scene when Frederick and Carl uh, confront each other at Desiree's apartment or hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I really... 
I did really appreciate and enjoy their banter back and forth. And the, when she hands him the wet clothes, I thought, yeah, that's, yep. that's funny. No, I was totally. like, and, and he delivers it so straight. And he's like, I'm not going to let you get the better of me. So I'm, I'm, I'm never going to let this go. The charade, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep this yeah. going yeah. the whole way. Yep. And I love that. Yeah, I agree. I, that's probably, it's mine too. That's mine too. But then oh, on nice. top of that, on top of that, so it's two parts. That Ooh. and then the fact when they are um, in at, at the at the house in the country, and he's playing pool. I was like, this guy cannot play pool any better than me. So I feel <laughs> yeah. like a real kinship. I was yeah. like, now I now I have someone to associate with. Now, Aww. granted, we're all the movie's almost over. But I finally found someone to gravitate Aww, towards in that moment. So I wondered if you would look that up, Mark. I was curious if you though, because I was, I was like, "What is he playing?" He's playing how to hit a ball around a pool table. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's well, he's not he, playing pool. He's playing technically Snook- a European Snooker? version of billiards called carom or carom oh. bowl billiards. How did you know? How did you learn that? I looked it up because the, if you can see, there's no pockets on the yeah, table. No pockets. So what oh, it is is that there's did two. Not know there's that. Two cue balls, and then there's one red ball. But you still play against somebody, and you see who many. If you, it's about, I believe I could be wrong here, but it, from what I read of it, you could hit the cue ball. You hits the red ball, but also you want to hit the sides, and that there's That's a certain dumb. amount of points, and and you get points based on how hmm. you're hitting, and you're going back and forth. But yes, he's just randomly hitting he's just stuff like, terribly. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like all right. What? All right. I guess I. You know. Yeah. He only, the only thing he really truly hit well was the shot that they set up for him when they go mm-hmm. right to the pool table, mm-hmm. which is like a gimme. Like his, the but ball, even the then, when you hear when you hear the sound, the sound is of a miss. <laughs> you hear the stick, and you're like, nope, that's not that's a good. That's really funny. <laughs> Erica, your favorite scene. I have two favorite scenes. My first favorite scene is when there's a little kerfuffle about Eric's cello playing, and then he runs outside mm. and plays cello oh, from that the bushes. Was so weird. It so was great. So weird. So amazing. And hilarious. And just oh, so yeah. goth. That's yeah. so oh goth. And just, and, but looking up at the window, too. Like, yeah, I real loved, creepy. Loved it. Loved it. My it's second like, say was. Anything. It's old yeah. say anything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, totally, totally. My my second favorite is the Russian roulette scene because again, you don't see that. So it was like brand new. Yeah. That's because true. in the musical, you it's know, the play musical version, you don't see it. Right. So right. I was like, well, what's this going to be? Yeah, I. that's true. I did learn, because I didn't realize in Russian Roulette that you spin it every time. I thought that you spin it once, and then you go back and forth till someone blows their fucking head off. So that was interesting to me. It also felt like, wow, that's a real bold move to invite yourself out to someone's country estate yeah. and then possibly kill yourself in their lake house. Like, mm-hmm. bold mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. even invite you, and you... Almost killed yourself in my pool house. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a bold move. Mm-hmm. It's a bold yeah, move. Fair. It's a bold move. That is. That is. I'm with Mark. Um, my favorite was the 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 Count and Frederick and Desiree in the room. That's yeah. my favorite. Because I think yeah. it's the funniest scene, at least. It oh, is funny. In it is. It's funny. In this, in this version, mm-hmm. that's the one with the with yeah. the most comedy it gets to it. applause in the yeah like when he leaves yeah. I, and see yeah. those two guys originated those roles and mm-hmm. the, so they fucking know what they're doing they know. yeah so i they felt like that it. was the most that was like funny i was like okay this is a comedy yeah. i don't see comedy most of the time but that scene 
there's comedy in it for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Faux chosen. All right, so let's get into final questions. These are our final questions for a little night music. Okay. Um, I know Desiree laughs this off, but Frederica <laughs> is Frederick's daughter, right? Hundo percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the name. Yeah. I mean, Frederick, and he Frederica. knows it. He hears it. It's like, oh, Frederica. Oh, well, look, look at me. And she's like, no, 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 no. Don't get a hold. Don't you know be. Don't get so into yourself, but it's yeah. like, but, but also like, it for yeah, sure right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, All the right. movie's not going to tell you that explicitly. No, no, because the but... movie doesn't want to tell you anything explicitly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> okay, say your mother, your mother, any of your mothers, and okay. for Mark and I, it'll be the same. Yeah, but for, I was like, um, okay, got so it. three moms. Yeah. <laughs> But say your mother... <laughs> Thank you for the extra clarity, yeah. Ryan. Yeah. Thank you. I just want to make sure you know, Mark. So say your mother is like Desiree in this movie. Okay. And is a bit absentee, let's say. And you mm-hmm. finally get some time to spend with her together out on the lake. Does she row or does she make you row? <laughs> <laughs> that is a great... Yeah, great, great question. <laughs> Hundred percent, you row. She makes you row. 100%. Yeah, your your mom 100%. makes you row. So yeah, yeah, okay. and then she immediately regrets it because I fuck it up, of course. It's in keeping <laughs> with that character because it's like you finally get a weekend to be at home with your daughter after you postponed it and you've been like, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. tour's been extended. And you immediately ask over a dude, you're going to try to fuck, like, do, spend, like, half an hour with your yeah. goddamn daughter, woman. Yeah. Why do you look at that kid on the train all sad if you don't give a shit about your daughter? Mixed messages. <laughs> I watched that scene and I have to say, I immediately was thinking about, my, so my daughter is 14 uh, almost 15, but like, roughly clo- age, we call close that. to the same age, right? And I'm just imagining like being like, hey, Agnes, like, let's go out and like get on the boat and row around. And she'd be like, okay, well, that's weird, but okay, I'll do it because you obviously want to spend time with me. And then if we got in the boat and I pulled up my parasol and I was like, you're fucking rowing. She'd be like, are you high? We are not doing that. But you got to hurry up and spend time because she's only almost two years out from marrying age. So get the time in Wow. I hope you have a wildly much older man picked out for her. Was there anyone that used to um, play games with her when she was younger that might be interesting? Whose first wife has died? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Was, was, um, was anyone else surprised that Eric confessed to have fallen in love with his stepmother? I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Was anyone else surprised that Eric confessed to a little girl that he had fallen in love with his stepmother? It's inappropriate. Yeah, I had written down uh, in my notes, always good to divulge your deepest secrets to a 12 year old girl. <laughs> now <laughs> you're getting real. She'll get she'll get it. She'll get she'll me. Get it. She'll get, she'll get, get it. You she'll get have this. and she'll have good life stories. Yeah, for like you, you can guide me. You can guide me through this. <laughs> to be fair, she does say like, I'm open minded. <laughs> She sets and he the tone. just runs with it, yeah. She sets the tone. You know what I mean? It's like the same thing if you're like an older kid and you're with littler kids and you get out a cigarette and you're like, oh, right, I shouldn't smoke in front of these little kids. And you're like, no, 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 I'm cool. They're like, we're cool, we're cool. Oh, but, 
But he, she, she was trying to hang. Uh, she was trying. She look, was trying she, to hang. That's on her trying to hang. Yeah. But my he divulged that. She was immediately like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> like she, she was, was like Ooh. uncomfortable. That's why she immediately goes and snitches. She immediately goes and tells. She's like, I can't handle this. Exactly. She's like, I can't. I can't go to my bedtime's coming up, and I don't want to have this hanging over me for the whole night. And hopefully that kept her young. That's my hope. She heard all that shit, and she was like, fuck this. I want to stay young. I'm just going to get a doll out. This is too much. (laughs) Okay, I I have a question to throw into the mix here, Ryan. Uh, Please. Speaking of cigarettes, after Elizabeth Taylor and uh, uh, Frederick, uh, Mm. after they have sex, he lights a cigarette backwards. He lights the filter. Yeah. Was that a joke or did he not know what he was doing? I did not know. I'm not a smoker and I didn't catch that. I bet yeah. that he fucked up. He lights the filter. And I was I like, I hope that he's uh, such a square that he was like trying to look cool in front of her. And he was like, oh, I like yeah, that interpretation. That's hilarious. I can't, <laughs> I didn't I notice that. What a yeah. nerd. John Jimson is no novice editor. He had what he had and he had to use what he got. He was just like, this is what I got. I gotta put but it in. But even the director wasn't like, whoa, 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 whoa. You gotta yep. turn that cigarette around. Yeah. Like, let's shoot that again. That is so weird. I, can, I did not notice that. Another yeah. weird, was a unnecessary I choice. Was a choice. Yeah. <sighs> Were the night scenes shot in complete darkness or was that Dude, just the DVD? This is what I'm saying. Uh, the fucking, the, it's just the, it looks I so couldn't. Yeah. It, once we're in the in the garden at night, I'm like I can't see anyone. Yeah, you can't I don't know see what's shit. happening. It was horrible. Yeah. This is <laughs> it was horrible. I don't know. This is you playing hide and seek with your friends at night, and you go out, and then you're like, honestly, do we all? Do you guys quit? Yeah. I don't know. I can't see anyone. Is anyone actually here? I can't see anyone. Set in the lights. Am I right? <laughs> You are that was right. the worst. That was the worst thing I've ever said. <laughs> no, oh. you, you said worse. You oh, said worse. Come on. Yeah. Um, I've lit many filters of a cigarette. If <laughs> you <will>. Many. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, I always thought sending the clowns was about somebody having lost all the clowns that kept around the house. But is, is I don't that believe anyone else? No. No, you don't, you I don't believe that. I will say that. that I did think that it was about. I didn't. I did not think it was about what this movie makes it about. I didn't oh, think it was that. Okay. I, okay. I I didn't realize it was a like a self-reflective comment yeah, about their yeah. situation. I had never thought of the song in oh. that way. So I was like, oh, I didn't realize that's what they were saying with the song. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I'm with you. What I mean, not that I thought it was about truly sending in the clowns, but I watching that scene as poorly as it was executed, I was like, <laughs> oh wow. The lyrics yeah. make are totally. They make it totally like there's a totally different reason. Yeah, behind it and Sondheim yeah. does talk about how he and he picked that metaphor specifically because he was thinking about well, how would an actress think of that? Yeah, and like that. So mm-hmm. it's it works on multiple levels. <laughs> <laughs> um. So finally, Eric goes off with Anne to live have live happily ever after. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but what mm-hmm. happens once she hears the cello? Oh, she's heard I'm, that cello. She's probably into the cello. She she, oh, not yeah. unless it's something about her. She's going to be like, stop that celloing. Honestly, she's, I, I she's think he drops it. Because look, they ran oh, off yeah. together. He, did, he didn't have it. 
Because he got laid, nope, he doesn't he need the cello anymore. Doesn't need there you go. That's, okay. That was all his sexual. The cello was his wang. It was. <laughs> oh, shit, it's symbolic jerking off. Ooh. It's symbolic angry yeah. jerking off. Wow. Yep. That cello mm-hmm. needs a night to rest wow. before it can be used again. Wow. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. We all are. <laughs> Speaking of learning, let's get into Ryan's research. Oh, I like that. The research. It works for everything. <laughs> or research takes time. <laughs> yep, research that's right. Takes yeah. Time. I'm um, singing it wrong be- for copyright reasons. For copy- for- ah! Not because I'm incapable of singing it correctly. <laughs> let's say first. Hey, this is an Oscar winner. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. wild. Wait, wow. is this the only uh, New World that's an Oscar it's winner? It's not going to be the... I, okay. I don't know if it's the only one that's an Oscar winner. That's a good question, and I don't know the answer. Certainly the first Oscar winner we've come across. Fun! Nominated for two Oscars. Wow. Okay. Best Adaptation Score for Jonathan Tunick and Costume Design for Florence Klotz, who also did the costumes for the stage production. Right, right, and it right. it won for... I mean, costumes? score. Costumes. I hope. Music. Yes. Okay, oh. yeah. Music. Like, give Sondheim. I'm, I mean, yeah. let him get I something mean, out of music. this embarrassment. Yeah. The best costumes went to, it's 1977. It went to. Air, uh, airport. Death sport. 1977. <laughs> Death sport will come out the next year. That was close. But great, but great recall. I listen. Um, 1977. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Wait, Star really? Wars. The best yeah. costumes went to what? Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars won a bunch of technical awards. That's including weird. best costumes. That is yeah. weird. Yeah, you don't guys don't remember like Star Wars was like we don't remember because we weren't alive. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> we don't remember because well, we were not born. alive, but completely also unaware at <laughs> the time. We were watching I'm just saying, the Oscars. I, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> filling my young baby brain with as much of the information as I could. But yeah, they they it was such a huge revelation Star Wars because at that time sci-fi was not something that they thought would be that popular or that that amazing. Anyway, so just uh, just to, just to touch on that really quick. I don't mean to interrupt you, Ryan. No, but I went and saw Star Wars in the theaters in 1977 and I went with with my my friend Brent and his mom and our mom I don't want to confuse you with a different mom. Mm. Our mom said, you're going to go tomorrow with your friend Brent to see Star Wars. Okay. I said, what's that? And she said, well, it's like um, Space 1999. And I fucking fucking hated Space 1999. And I was like, this is going to suck. And I was really, really bummed going to see Star Wars. Now- like anyone who walked out of that theater in 1977, it changed my entire life. Oh. And I was like, I never knew movies could be this good. Wow. May- but maybe it was even better because my mom set it up to be so bad. This is a story I've never heard. So this is great. And also I love that our mom was like, Space 1999, like as if she's doing Star Wars. Is also, I cannot imagine she is. Ne- she also has no clue what Star Wars is I, at this point. No idea. No idea. She's like, I don't know. It's like that. You know, she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. maybe oh, she knew. Yeah. Amazing, maybe amazing. She knew. I, that's don't amazing. Don't Streisand versus Taylor on your mom. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. 
Um, a little night music caps an unusual year for New World Pictures. Okay. Uh, the movies they put out, including, I'm not going to go through everything, but uh, Blonde and Black Leather, it's an Italian film. Huh. Too Hot to Handle, which we already did. Andy Warhol's oh, yeah. Bad. Black Oak Conspiracy, which we also covered Oof. on this podcast. Moonshine County Express. Rabid, which we covered on this podcast. Grand Theft Auto and others. And it seems like Oscars was a big part of how Corman wanted to end the year because he gave a limited release to a little night music and also a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. He gave them limited releases for an Academy Award consideration, but only a little night music actually got nominated. They both opened then the films in wider release in 1978. So a little night music, they released later. They just did like an early limited release to yeah. make sure they were being nominated. Yep. He had confidence in it. He wow, had confidence. Oh, and they opened them in wider distribution in 78. And the response was tepid for both the same New York times that I mentioned earlier, uh, that <laughs> had a great review for the stage review. This is what they had to say about the film. The film adaptation of the Broadway show not only fails to raise the spirits, it also tramples on them. The more, the more kindly disposed will leave the theater depressed. A lot others may be in a rage. Wow. Wow. That is. So I feel like we have to go around quickly and we have to say really quickly between the four of us rage or depressed oh okay how did you leave ryan depressed mark De- depressed lauren for sure depressed for sure depressed Ooh, rage yes rage, rage. yes because yeah. you loved rage. you liked eric you were feeding off of that yeah. eric's yeah. truth yeah. yeah i got yeah. that eric yeah. energy you saw that energy <laughs> and you're like me like that's my Match energy it. that's my relatable energy. yeah <laughs> this film had actually been shot a whole year er- before, which seems weird to think like now, like, oh, that's not that odd. But at that time, huh. like movies got shot, they got edited quickly, they got put out. Okay. So it was been sit- it's basically been sitting okay. around a little bit wow. when New World picked it up. And they clearly thought they had a huge hit on their hands. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, now, according to my book, Mind Warp, which is about Roger Corman's new uh, era of New World Pictures, they apparently, New World, asked distributors for a $100,000 non-refundable guarantee to book the movie for Easter 1978. It comes out in March 1978, which was typically unheard of from an independent distri- distributor oh, like New World Pictures. No. So they were like, oh, this is going to be huge. And if you want it, you better cough oh, up the money. no. Yeah, so I'm not sure what New World paid uh-huh. to get the distribution rights, but the movie did cost six to seven million dollars, <gasps> most of which came from the Aust- Austrian Wine Film Company, which was hoping that a little night music would reignite the Austrian film industry. But oh no! Seeing as how Arnold Schwarzenegger still had to move to the U.S. to achieve success <laughs> in the movie industry, it tells me it didn't work out. This didn't mm-hmm. do it. This did not do the job. For his part, Stephen Sondheim did not think A Little Night Music should be adapted for the big screen. Yeah, because I read in a Stephen Sondheim uh, encyclopedia. He felt it wouldn't work, but director Harold Prince and Hugh Wheeler wanted to go on with it. After all, it was a Tony Award winning musical, so they probably thought it would be a slam dunk. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, Sondheim, as we've talked about, he changed the opening number to Love Takes Time. 
the glamorous life became a musical montage for Frederica. He caught three songs, one of which was liaisons, which Mark clearly would have loved because that was mm-hmm. grandma's song. Yeah, um, it's about all the dudes she fucked. Yeah. See, I would have loved that. I tried to explain that oh. backstory to Ryan as oh, he was watching okay. it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, let me just clue you in on how, on how granny got this country estate. Sure. Yeah. So, she, and why, and why she's like... I want to keep your daughter <laughs> away from Desiree because Desiree turned out like her. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying. Yeah, I yeah, tried, yeah. guys. I tried. Yeah, she it's tried. an uphill she battle. Did her it's an uphill battle. But it's me, guys. It's never. She's never going to win. Um, so apparently, Sondheim <laughs> also said that uh, as soon as shooting began, director Hale Prince's enthusiasm died quickly. Quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, you can tell in the wow. movie. <laughs> he gave up. And wow. he calls the film, Sondheim that is, calls the film a sad, quote, a sad and listless affair and a waste of everyone's time, end quote. <gasps> I God, love him so, metal. so much. I fucking <laughs> love Sondheim. He was like, you ruined it. This is yep, shit. It's fucking stupid. Don't do, watch the movie. and listless. Waste of everyone's time. Yeah. Good thing we spent fucking two hours talking about it. Yeah. Well... <laughs> This is we our tribute spent two hours to watching him. it. You know what I mean? Like we had I literally cannot believe you watched it twice. That is so funny to me. Well, I honestly, normally, I watch these movies when we talk about them. I watch them normally at least three times. You're kidding. And I could not watch this no, one three times. It's in time for this. I'll never I did, watch it, it just, again. And I it own was it too now. much. It was like, yeah, you now you have it in your library. Thank you. And yeah. You're welcome. But you probably won't watch this again for at least another 10 years. I'm if not going you even to do, watch it. Even if you ever, ever do. <laughs> no, there's no way. It's going to end up at Goodwill. So you'll be able to get <sighs> you'll be able to get it in Lauren's neighborhood soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> finally, uh, we asked this question now because I have seen a lot of people on Twitter talk about movies and saying this movie slaps, which to me is a term that we should use for music. Because music slaps, but movies to me don't slap. And I was angry. So Erica came up with an alternative, which is. This is what. Let's just give it some context. (laughs) No, no context. I would have just hear it straight. So Erica came up with an alternative because. And she said, How about does this movie queef? And so (gasps) at the end of our episodes, we, we. At the end of this episode, we like to ask. Does this movie queef, Lauren? I mean, I think this movie totally queefs, which I'm maybe <laughs> using it in the wrong. Because again, I don't have the context, nor do I want it. <laughs> but no yeah, I, this <laughs> this no movie context. this movie is a full on queef to me. Nice, nice. All she right. needs the context, Ryan. No, you can explain it when it's your turn. Uh, Mark, does this movie queef? No. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. I'm going to no. go ahead and, and echo you and say no. it does not. In fact, interesting. when we first raised this question, I'm forgetting which movie I'm forgetting which movie it was at the moment, but you said it sharded. And I'm going to go ahead and echo that. I think this movie sharded. It does mm-hmm. shard. Well, I mm-hmm. feel like it queefs in the sense that I'm like, whoa, that was embarrassing. Wish that hadn't happened. That's how I feel about this movie. Mm-hmm. So to yep. me, it's a, mm-hmm. this movie is a perfect example mm-hmm. yep. of a queef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My context for Queefs is that it surprised you and it was mm-hmm. hilarious because you're like, oh, what? What did, you know, that was that was surprising. That was mm-hmm. unexpected. So I'm torn. 
because this movie is surprising and unexpected because it varies so differently from Stephen Sondheim and the musical's intent. However, there's another element of it. Yeah, the other element of creep is that it's it's, not fun. Right. It doesn't release a bunch mm -hmm. of air, which can feel pleasurable in a way. Mm -hmm. It leans towards a shark because it's like, oh no, uh oh, oh, uh oh. I've made a mistake. That's a much better, yeah. Well, I think what what I've just learned is that you have a much healthier, nicer attitude towards queefs than I do. I do. So positive. Yeah, you you are, and I and I could learn from that. But yeah, with given the options of queef and shard, I would say it's definitely a shard. But just hearing queef out of the blue, to me, I was like, this this movie is a total queef. So yeah, I have to rethink. Yeah, you have to think of queefs as a fun thing. Yeah, I have to reclaim. I need to reclaim the idea. Separate of you reclaiming Mm -hmm. queefs as fun, but (laughs) is this movie that sort of fun queef that you may be reclaiming, though? No, I'm leaving this movie. This movie will remain my graveyard definition of queefs. (laughs) Embarrassing, (laughs) wish it hadn't happened. Yeah, right, right. Fair enough. <laughs> like a shark. Yes. Yeah, like yes. a shark. Again, yeah. it's a, yeah, like yeah, a, a, uh-huh. a full on shark for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long we're going to keep asking everybody if this is going to no, be creeps, but. What I like it's, is let's not explain it. I think it's, it's a, way yeah, more kid Yeah, you're going to learn about light. people's attitudes my, towards, towards sex legacy. and playfulness and stuff. I think it's pretty <laughs> revelatory. Oh, Gen Z loves queefs, so this is... <laughs> they love eating ass, so I'm sure they also love... Why wouldn't they? It's same neighborhood. <laughs> same, same thing, pretty much. Uh, Lauren, thank you so much. This was so much fun. And definitely the longest anyone has ever talked about this movie. Like, no (laughs) one has spent a thousand percent any time talking about this disaster. Certainly more than the filmmakers involved, (laughs) more than they talked about this thing. Oh, it shows. Yes. yes, Oh, yes. Uh, But thank We cannot thank you enough for being here. And thank thank you you for bringing us a little night music. Oh, you're welcome. It was awesome. It was great having you. And before you go, could you tell us a little bit about your podcast and your upcoming show on Roku? And if we're not responding, it's only because we're listening really attentively and not because I asked you to do this later. Ooh, my favorite topics. Um, Okay, so coming out with Lauren and Nicole is the queer podcast that I created and co-host. And basically, queer folks come on and they tell us their coming out stories, whatever that means to them. Um, And we have had on some famouses. So, for example, uh, Stephanie Beatrice from Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been on. Uh, Fortune Feimster was on. Uh, Oh, and fellow Boom alumni um, or alumnus. What's the someone who used to be at Boom? Uh, ER Fightmaster was on the podcast, uh, and ER plays the first ever non binary character on Grey's Anatomy. Um, So that's one super fucking gay thing that I do. And then uh, the other thing that I'm so excited about uh, so Butch Pal for the Straight Gal is basically like a like a pilot presentation where, you know, we raise all the money ourselves and we shot it ourselves um, uh, to have like a pilot that we could pitch. Um, and uh, it's it's like a queer eye parody, but with lesbians. So it's very mockumentary-esque. Um, and I play one of the uh, uh, makeover team. 
uh, of lesbians who comes in and makes over uh, this straight girl. Uh, and so we shot this and then the Roku channel bought it. So the pilot is officially on the Roku channel, which is a free app. And to be clear, you do not need to have a Roku. Roku channel, uh, it's it's an app the same as like Peacock or Hulu or anything. Um, and it's free. So yeah, if you just go on the Roku channel app and search Butch Pal, it'll come right up. And I'm seriously, it's I have trouble watching myself and things, but it is so, so funny that I have uh, watched it multiple times, which is high praise from Flans. Um, yeah, so those are my two gay things that I want to plug. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, give us a five-star review. It really does help us out if you can do that. I know everybody says that, but it's true only for us and not for anyone else. So make sure you do it for us. Um, and, and we thank you guys for being here. We'll see you next time in the New World Pictures podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.